Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Rizzuto. 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 Coordinated tank top Tuesday effort. Uh-huh. <laughs> Patrico goes just as I turn on the mics. What day is it today? Oh, Tuesday. Oh, he starts disrobing. Jeff, Moon, even King Scott. I guess my uh, my invitation was lost in my spam folder. <laughs> no. no. We, the, fir- the first Tank Top Tuesday, we wanted to surprise you. Oh, surprise, guys. Tank Top Tuesday. And, it, and it's, it's a week late because somebody in this room. I knew. I knew. He would have to go there. He had to go right there, didn't you? Mr. Oh, you did? over there. Yeah. Well, oh, no. Last week was supposed we're to be Tank to make, Top yeah, Tuesday. We're trying no, to make the guy week, laugh. The, the last week was Tank Top Tuesday for everybody except for him. Well, the only reason I really do bring it up is because I accidentally texted all of us <laughs> right before we went on the air last week, and you were accidentally included in the text. Oh, which I is why it. I didn't do yes. it. Yeah, but he saved it. But I saved it. Oh, wait, let me check it out. <laughs> but let I saved me it. Check it out. So this was a group text? It was a group text between all five of us. And I meant to send it to the four of the tank tops. <laughs> the tank top four is what we like yeah, to call them. The tank top so. four tops. <laughs> And what did you write? I accidentally put, we should have just done it, but Jeff went with his shirt off. And then you looked at me and you were like, did you just text us? <laughs> and I was like, I was replying to something with the, last night with the other thing. With a deal and a thing. And you were like, oh, okay. And just went right past it. Huh. 
But yeah, I saved it. And I think it helped that we were going right on the air. So you didn't like have time to process it, really. You were just like, all right. Yeah. But whew. I, and then I texted them. I was like, oh, boy, I blew it. I blew it. <laughs> look at you guys with your tank tops. Y'all look good. Oh, thanks, man. Thank <laughs> the chat room, somebody said, oh, my Lord, what just happened? <laughs> If you'd like to participate, now when are we going to put our shirts back on? Oh, we're on not. Wednesday. <laughs> oh, you yeah. got it. You got it. Uh-huh. Now it's going to be part, Wedgie Wednesday. Tomorrow. Is this part of the Tony Patrico uh, tank top initiative? Oh, you mean the summer of tanks? No, I just. I've, <laughs> it was funny. I can't remember. I can't remember where we were, but there. I was walking, and this this happened to me and my wife. We were walking, and there was five dudes in a row. I think we were at Walmart. Shockingly, five dudes in a row, shoulder by shoulder, wearing tank tops, and I was like. How funny would it be if all four of us just out of nowhere, right as soon as the show started, bam, Tank Top Tuesday hmm. officially hits. And here I we like are. It. Yeah, whenever I see somebody out and about with a tank top, it's always uh, noted. Always noted. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I ran into somebody uh, on my way in wearing a tank top. Which is interesting. On, when the, you side, s- on the side of the road. Mm. <laughs> when you had mentioned that, I was like, interesting that it's Tank Top Tuesday. Mm-hmm. He yeah. got the memo. So I'm driving. He did say that, didn't he? I'm driving to work. All right, Moon, what would you do in this particular scenario? Driving to work along uh, Wild Horse Creek. And, man, there's a, if you're driving towards uh, 40, driving down towards the valley, there's a house on the left. And, Jeff, you know this house. Mm-hmm. It overlooks the airport. Yeah. A giant fence around the whole place, a big gate, fountains in front. It's a gorgeous house. It's yeah. like my dream house. Yeah, it is. That's the house where uh, whenever me and the family drive by, we always go, oh, that's the uh, future Riz house. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, so I'm driving on Wild Horse Creek, and I see a car facing me on my side of the road. Ooh. And then start. Not supposed to be there. Not supposed wow. to be there. And then start brightening me. So I slow down. Whoa, I go, whoa, horsey. Whoa, Nelly. And then I look to my left, and I see a car on its side. Ooh. Like I'm looking at where the sunroof is. And there's a guy laying in the grass. And there's a guy standing up wearing a tank top. <laughs> he appears to be on the phone. So I pull over. Now this uh, this other car that was that was flashing me, he kind of pulled in front of me, kind of past where that accident was, and uh, I stick my head out the window. I'm like, "Hey, you guys, all right?" Again, first thought, "Hey, you guys, all right?" I see your buddy laying on the grass there. Nah, he's fine. Says the guy in the tank top. Okay. You need me to call the police? Now nah, we're cool. Doesn't appear that way. You guys just tired? Yeah, this is a step or two away from your car's on cool, its side. I feel. So I, I'm, you know, I got my flashers on. I roll up my window. Do I stay? What am I gonna do? I don't know. So both, both of the people you were talking to were involved in the accident. I don't know about the car that was brightening me. But, I mean, clearly the car to my left is on its side, Mm -hmm. was involved in some kind of uh, incident. And tank top guy, who appeared to be the driver. So you you think... Or at least least a passenger. You think car facing you was kind of there like a, hey, slow down, something has happened here. Yes. Maybe witnessed the accident. Yeah. I just pulled up right after it happened. 
Okay, and passenger and driver of flipped car. One guy's laying on the on the grass. Did he appear to be okay? I asked. Why well, asked? Hey, is he all right? is your buddy okay? Yeah, he's all right. Was he moving? Could you tell? He had his hands up on his head. Maybe it was. Oh my god, I can't believe what I just did, or I can't believe what just happened. Okay. Right. Okay. Or he was keeping the daddy's pressure. gonna be pissed because <laughs> yeah. these guys appeared to be in their early twenties, maybe late teens. Hmm. Wow. And one of my first thoughts was, huh, out in the tank top, huh? Would you have stuck around? Um, Probably for a little bit. Probably for a little bit. There was another car there. Yeah. I think if they tell you, hey, no, we're good. Did you call the cops yet? Then I think yeah, you're released. Yeah, that's what I did. I Especially like, okay. because you're on your way to work. Yeah. The, the last time I witnessed an accident or pulled up to an accident, whatever you want to call it, I don't know if you remember, was when I watched the drunk driver crash into the median. Now, I was the first one there, so I stuck around. You know, like, I mean, there was nobody else there. There was nobody in a tank top to tell me that everything was cool. So I had to stick around and wait for the police and everything. Your scenario, yeah, there's somebody I there. See, I didn't see the accident. What, what, are, you, what are you gonna do? You're gonna, you're gonna call the cops, and then they're gonna go, we already heard about it, we're on our way, and then you're gonna stand there and go, so what happened? Yeah, right. That's the only reason I would have stuck around Listen, is to there get was somebody, some deets. If it, if it looked like somebody was in immediate danger, bleeding or screaming, I probably would have stuck around. Yeah. But I was like, eh, this seems to be handled. One, one of the scariest moments of my entire life, we were sitting on my buddy's front porch. This was in high school. And we heard what sounded like a 40-car accident. And it sounded like it was right at the top of the neighborhood. So, of course, being you know, 16, 17-year-old kids, we're like, Let's go see what happened. We get in the car. We drive up there. What ended up happening is somebody stole a car. The The owner of the car got in his wife's vehicle and started chasing him. Guy lost control, rolled it, and, and ended up actually what happened was two people died in the accident. Oh but we pulled up, and all we hear is screaming. And, of course, us being 17-year-old kids, we're like, what happened? And I just remember the look of some guy in his eyes. He was covered in blood, and he goes, you get the F out of here right now. And I remember going, okay, yep. and we turned around, and it was just like one of those scenes where you're like, I hope I never am near anything like this ever again. And it was probably, I don't know, maybe these guys had too much to drink yeah, and rolled the car, because it's a little hill there, probably maybe, uh, you know, uh, drifted to the right, hit the, hit the hill, and rolled the car. That's what it looked like. Pretty much a straightaway, though. Yeah, well, if you you're know. drunk. Yeah, if you're drunk, it's not a straightaway. If you're drunk, everything's a curvy road. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tiny road, too. And then I'm thinking, hmm, I take this way to work every day. Great point. A-holes. If that was the case. If that was the case. <laughs> if it was a medical yeah. emergency, then my apologies. Yeah, jerks. If that's, if that, unless unless a raccoon ran out into the road and yeah. they swerved to avoid it. Could be. or Because they, they love animals. Or they were out <laughs> studying all night for extracurricular ah. exams. Yeah, that's right. Mm hmm Doing charity work. Looks like somebody had a couple too many zemas. Maybe they well, had listen, short sleeves on in the accident. The, their sleeves ripped off. The yeah. main streets of Chesterfield. I don't want to. Especially up there. Oof. You yeah. better calm down. Especially yeah. up there. On Don't Wildworth upset Street anybody, Drive. man. Roll them up. <laughs> Look at all that plight. Yeah, I'm wondering what happened to those fellas. Wonder what happened to them boys. Hmm. We have anybody, mm. any uh, law enforcement friends that are listening? I'd love that to know. know. That would be I would love a little closure. To know. Little so, closure. so here's the question. Now that you know it's Tank Top Tuesday, 
Will you be participating? No. I figured that was the case. You know I'm not there feel, yet. You know how he feels about his sleeves. Uh-huh. I, I figured I, when we when it's for religious reasons. Well, one that of the main true. reasons <laughs> that right. one of the main reasons that that it popped into me. To, stop it! <laughs> it popped into me to do it now. Is because we're literally the only ones here. So even though we are ridiculous right now, yeah. that we're the only yeah. ones. Yeah. In build. We go, thong Thursday when we go mm-hmm. up to the uh, to the new building. Maybe we're going to continue it. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But, uh, we we but, look like we're going to practice rugby after this. Yeah, I love the fact that he says, he says, you know, right before we got in the air, he goes, I guess my invitation got lost in the mail. No, it was not given because we know the answer. You really want this to be the impression when we go up to Hubbard? <laughs> kind of, yeah, but not yeah. really. I think we, we need to keep everybody on their toes and really some of, confuse some of our them first impressions, Some of our first impressions are, they go, what are these two idiots walking from downtown to here for? Oh, it's because of a fake boob competition. It's a radio bit. <laughs> <laughs> and how many other morning shows would walk that distance? Zero. I think zero. zero. I counted them up the other zero. day and I came with zero. Great point. Zero. Great point in the chat room here. We may see some law enforcement today. All these guns in one room. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys got your licenses, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all good there. I just can't wait till you participate. It's going to be a great time. Really one is. day. Yeah. I'm going to surprise you. All right. I'm going to surprise you guys. Well, fellas, I guess that means that every Tuesday is now Tank Top Tuesday. So just mark I'm going to surprise calendar. you guys okay. one day. Well, I'm gonna wear a tank top on a Thursday. Does this does this does this mean that we have to wear two shirts from now on? Or can, mm. since it's summer and it's warm, yes, it's got to, you got to unveil. All right. I know. Uh, yesterday, Moon was uh, very upset Uh-oh. that uh, Union Station uh, down here was going through another another change with the Hard Rock Cafe announcing that they'll be closing. I think I think it's a bummer for the city. I think I think it's a red another red flag. But what if they're replacing it with something maybe even better? Well, yeah, that, I that I read great. right before we went on the air what they plan on doing with it. With the building right there? With that mean? building right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly hope they do something. I'm just Is saying, it an IHOB? Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying I, I hope Hard Rock doesn't leave Who town. Who likes ice cream? Oh, me. I do. I like ice cream, Riz. <laughs> what? Is it the future ice cream? Ice cream of the future. Oh, you talking about the no, dip you will, in dots? You will yeah. have ice cream in the future here. Whoa. It's not ice cream of the future. It's ice cream in the future. Man. Ever since we started wearing tank tops, he's good. So yeah, he this company called Lodging Hospitality Management. I was reading this in the post this morning. They plan a candy and ice cream emporium to replace the Hard Rock Cafe down here. Oh. So they're going to reconfigure... Because that's 10,000 square feet right there. That's a big that's building. That's a big building. Yeah, it is. So they're going to reconfigure that building right there when it closes down in August. And, I mean, you know Union Station down here, they're transforming it into like a family-friendly mm-hmm. kind of thing with the with the aquarium. They're spending $150 million to overhaul the whole place. The Ferris wheel, light show, you know... Uh, under the canopy over here. So they're going to spend $8 million where the hard rock is. Wow. To make this ice cream candy place. Damn. And they're also working to turn the old Hands restaurant right here into a family-oriented concept called the train shed. 
there's going to be a carousel, the putt-putt golf course. There's going to be uh, live music where the old hard rock was. Um, let me see what else. Uh, Landry Seafood. They just renewed their lease for another five years. Oh, good. I, I'm so confused. With and they this. said they may consider changing it to a Bubba Gump shrimp or a, guys, ready for this? A Rainforest Cafe. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know what the That'd hell that is. What, what the hell is that? Why is Rainforest. 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 I love that in the woods. so good. Are we being <laughs> yes. for real? This is a real life thing? Yeah. You guys, are all, you guys have all heard of this before? It's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, You're talking about from bunch. Disney, obviously, right? Is that what you're talking about? What? They're everywhere. No, it's... Is there not a Rainforest Cafe in Disney? They do have one. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. only one I know. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. About. They're all over there in... Um, Chicago has East one. East Coast. Yeah, Mall of America. They're at uh, most, uh, most theme parks. Where else would they be? Isn't it like there's like a storm every 30 minutes or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first time we were there, it scared the crap out of the kids. Like, we were there for five minutes. Storm, storm started, and we're like, well, get our food to go. <laughs> Branson has the fairly rainy Forest Cafe, which is pretty nice. <laughs> This one's going to be downtown. It's going to be the Murdery Cafe, right? Oh, boy. Come on, Jeff. We're trying to keep this positive. Oh, sorry. the rainforest of tears. <laughs> We're trying to keep this positive, Jeff. All right. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, I can't believe you've never heard of the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, it's a thing. So it just looks like there's things Like around. you're eating in the woods. You're eating the in the elephants woods. move. Your kids will love it, though. The kids will love it. Absolutely will. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. You better get in line now, though. <laughs> yeah. My whole thing is, is they're like, oh, we're going to turn this into an ice cream and a candy emporium. Did you not hear about the fudgery? I'm always kind of weirded out when they take a downtown area and Disneyfy it. Do you know what I mean? It's weird yeah. to say. Yes, but at the same time, I get it because nothing else has worked. Yeah. No, I, I understand. I like the progress. I'm down with progress. Yeah. Down with progress. It's like the old Times Square in New York City. It used to be gritty. Filled with porn shops and peep shows. and Now it's Disney. Yay, the Lion King and the Lego store. All right. <laughs> Where, yes, it's nice and safe. But at the same time, you kind of lose character. Yeah. You lose the, the character of the city. I had to power wash a lot. <laughs> but maybe that's good for here. Maybe you need to. Well, the adult stuff. Try something new. The, yeah. uh, not necessarily adult, but, uh, you know, stores not working anymore. So yeah. bring it. Listen, anything to bring people downtown to bring tourists here is a plus. And you know what? This 1.3 million uh, square foot aquarium, I hope it brings people into, into downtown. For sure. It I think it will. Help. I think it will. And I know on the surface, on the surface, you sit there and you go, aquarium, cool. Glass with fish, but I don't it's think, more than that. I don't think it's for you. I don't think it's for you. I don't think it's for you. I don't think it's for me. It's for people out of town coming here. Yeah. That's and, who it's for. I also think it's for people that are, you know, hey, we're going to take the family to a 7 o'clock Cardinals game. Let's go down at 2. Yeah. Let's do an early dinner. Let's check out the aquarium. Yes. Let's go to the Rainforest Cafe, play some putt-putt, and then go to the, to the Cardinals game. Yeah. The family Great. from Columbia, Illinois, or, Great. you know... Wentzville. Great. And then DBs afterwards. Mm, that's for the adults. Oh. So construction on the aquarium is going to start in uh, November. With the bulk of the work on the other stuff, the other concepts, 
starting next summer. And it should be all open by October of 2019. We so. st- we stayed at Union Station Hotel uh, for Mardi Gras. And they've got it, like a bunch of it blocked off because they're starting to do like basically the de- the demo work for it. It's huge. It, I mean, it is oh, yeah. incredibly huge. And just so you know, this company that's doing all this stuff, they're the ones behind the revival at Westport Plaza. Oh, wow. And according, that's successful. according to the stats, they've grown occupancy there to more than 95% from just over 72% and before that's, they. And that's where I think Hard Rock would benefit. At Westport? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, listen, progress is good. Mm-hmm. And I wish everybody the best. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to, to let you know that Hard Rock is not going to be just an empty an empty building. Like That's Much good. like the movie theater down here. Oh, my gosh. So How long have you been in town? Us, 15 years. By the way, every single person just went, movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we are at the powerhouse building at Union Station. So if you go to Union Station, we are inside the building with the big smokestack. Right next door to us, so we're on the uh, so there's the mall side of the of Union Station, and there's the other side of the parking lot. That's where we are. Yeah, where the guitar is facing the mm-hmm. open ended of, of the uh, yeah the, of Hard Rock. Um, next door to us is a movie theater, which has been for rent for lease since I've lived here since Doctor Doolittle, because the poster's still up. Doctor Doolittle too. Yeah, if you look inside the window. <laughs> That's probably the last movie that showed there was mm-hmm. Doctor Doolittle Two, which find out the year on that thing. I think there's still some popcorn behind the counter too. Oh yeah, and that, I would love to. Wouldn't you love to go in there and just I, oh, look that's around? So bad. I've thought about that I since I got once. hired here. Were you? Yeah. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Wow. Yeah. So that most place people been don't. Empty. Most people don't know it exists because it, it it's under the highway. It kind of is hidden and tucked. There's under probably the still a hot dog rolling on the roller in there. Mm. Still How good. <laughs> How much ate that? What was a movie price back? Ticket price in two thousand one. Doctor Doolittle two. That was probably the movie that that played last in there. Yeah, three nickels maybe. <laughs> three nickels and a hay penny, Jeff. <laughs> Where everybody that? really is in tank tops here. This yeah. is unbelievable. The lobby area featured an old fashioned ice cream parlor and a deli so that patrons could either eat before or after the show. There was a mural that was removed from above the old ticket counter in Union Station where passengers would buy their train tickets. Uh, Union Station Cine was successful as far as patronage was concerned, but the high price lease hindered the profit. They closed the theater in 2003. Okay. Uh, just before my arrival. Average ticket price in North America for a movie in 01 was $5.66. And what's it now? It's got to be in the 2017. It says eight, it says 8.93. Oh, wow. wow. We got I want to get in there. We got to try and get in there before we get out of here. Moon, get on that. I'm sure if you ask somebody, <laughs> I would lo- I would in. love I would love. I'm not talking about Moon get on that like try and break in. Like let's contact somebody and let's go in there and let's let's do like an urban explorers type deal. What the rumor? The rumor was that somebody was killed with an axe. Outside that place. Uh, come on. Well, how is that not believable? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rumor. Look it up. Somebody was axed to death. Not let me axe you something. Axed with an axe. 
like with an actual axe. Any word on that? Are you being for real? Yeah, I thought you were looking that up. <laughs> hey, and by the way, Union Station Axe Murder Movie Theater Axe. I think one of our engineers may have access to that building because I know Video Bin and some of those folks have gone in there a few times. Yeah, Get well, I'm sure it. the 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 people that run the the area over here. Okay. Uh, sorry, Riz. Nothing about an axing at. Uh, are you being for real? Yeah. Get out of here. Look at me with a straight face and don't smile. You got to be kidding me right now. He did it. He did it, everybody. He did it. It was awkward. Well, here, just type in murder in Union Station. I, and see what pops, <laughs> see I what just pops typed, up. I typed in St. Louis, Missouri crime, and just I don't see anything about an accent. Uh, Google came back and said, four, which one? Four gazillion page results. Huh? Please narrow search results. Yeah, nothing about an axe, bro. Rainforest <laughs> Cafe, huh? That's coming here. Yeah, it's being Disneyfied, guys. Yeah. Cool. Union Station being Disneyfied. Remember the history of this place? Jeff was here when uh, Truman pulled in on the train. Yep. Remember the the headline? Dewey beats Truman. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Jeff by took the that way, picture. that was my fault. <laughs> What, what was that? It was a Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah, and he certainly did not. Jeff was there in his, in his bowler cap. Let's <laughs> watch a Doctor Doolittle too. Progress, folks. Right. Progress. It's a good thing. And we'll be long gone when that aquarium opens. Yep. Yeah, just when things are starting to kick down here, we're leaving. Yeah, we're out of here, guys. Yeah. Pack it up. We're leaving. That's what they heard. Hey. The we, riffraff is leaving. Then we we'll were get up, to work. We were up at the new building yesterday, all of us, and we uh, we checked out the progress of our studio. The soundproofing was going up later yesterday. So I mean, we are well on our way. Yeah, those maintenance workers are really happy with us walking around in the studio, weren't they? They're not maintenance guys <laughs> or whatever they're called. They're builders. I'm yeah. sorry, those builders, the creators, if the you creators. will. Creators. Oh, I think they were. The I think they were actually stoked to see us. Yeah, they oh, were. I was, I was joking. They had to stop, and they just kind of stopped and backed up and let us do our goofy things. And no, then, they were just like, they hey, said, man, right, just have, checking it out. Have a good day. Just checking it out. Looks great. Boy, King Scott's room is big. Or King yeah, Scott's yeah, I'm place. excited. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. It's got a nice roomy place in there. I'm going to miss the broom closet. Yeah. Hmm. But that'll take a whole giant room. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. They're saying maybe uh, second week in July. Maybe. Rumor has it. Oof. Well, they, they said it this way. Second week in July? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right after the four? Because <laughs> remember, our first was June 11th. <laughs> and we're still here. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, shouting out the Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Adrian Mall. Yeah! And Adrian's from St. Charles. She started listening to the Riz Show in August when her husband played the podcasts nonstop while they drove to Myrtle Beach for vacation. I'm surprised she didn't open up the car door and just roll out. (laughs) Tuck and roll, baby. She said she had been a diehard fan of another show, but after listening to the podcasts, she was hooked. That's the second day in a row that happened. Yeah, with a with a team Riz member. When uh, she heard we were doing this eat and treat thing last October, she knew she had to go with her two year old son. They really enjoyed it. Can't wait to go back next year. 
She enjoys our witty banter. Definitely looks forward to the Friday fails all week long. She enjoys the real or fake competitions, which today we'll, uh, we'll make our picks. The punishments, big fan. Well, thank you, Adrian. Adrian Mall from St. Charles, the Team Riz member of the day. It's at Super Sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-333. Head up the cameras and chat room. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Email us, rizshow 1057thepoint.com. Tank Top Tuesday if you're watching the cameras. I'd like to say, I'd like to think at least in my head, Tank Top Tuesday is in full effect. I think no, we need I, to say I that for that. some reason. All right. Are you no honest it's in effect, not in full effect. Well, four fifths effect. Yeah. Yeah. On, honest honestly, are you are uh-huh. you upset? No, why would I be upset? I don't know. It just seems like when we when we first unveiled, I saw like a tinge of ah oh, damn it, these guys. Like no, I got no. I think right, it was good. a bit of it confusion is, almost. Yeah, it is tough talking to Four people on tank tops when like you're you, not in one yourself. You can't take us seriously because you can see our armpits. Is yeah, that what's happening well, right I mean, now? Everybody's got their tattoos exposed. And oh, so well, we, we and look tough. We look tough. Yeah, we look too tough. <laughs> Moons isn't tapered, which is rude. Like I yeah. feel like uh, I feel like uh, being that I'm not on a tank top, I should be in a white shirt with cigarettes rolled up. In the same <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I've got no, a white like, tank top upstairs. If you want to join no. us, man, it's like it's like this. This will be our band. It's Riz and the Tank Tops. Okay. <laughs> Scott doesn't have any tattoos. Nope. My skin's too pretty for anybody it. Ever, anybody ever consider getting a neck tattoo at no. some point? Never. Never? Uh-uh. Never in a million uh-uh. Never. years. Is it because of uh, just nah? Yeah. Maybe if you want a, a, a real job in the future? Something, something <laughs> to that effect. I mean, I would consider one on the back of the neck back here, but I don't really... Oh, That's, on the back of the neck, huh? Yeah, the back of the neck, maybe. I don't know, but it's... Like I said, that would be visible even with a shirt on. Yeah. You were thinking that, huh? Yeah, if if it was neck tattoo, I would do that, but I'm, that's I'm, the only place I would do it, but I'm, it certainly wouldn't be in my top five areas. I'm trying to think. I think my wife might have one there. You don't know if your wife has a neck tattoo. She's got one. I think it's either it's either like right behind her ear or right there. I can't but remember. But she could cover it with her hair. Yeah, her hair goes down. You can't see it at all. I'd probably get a spider one or one that says 420. Uh-huh. Yeah, that boy. Yeah. Yep. I, I heard Scott's first tattoo is going to be a teardrop. <laughs> yes. Or or the spider web on the elbows. Which what does that it's, signify? That's in like a that's a that's a famous prison tattoo because that it signifies like entrapment. You know what I mean? So if I see somebody with that tattoo, that means they were in prison, no, or, or they're or, trying to put out that. that. Yeah, that's or they're cool. That's just kind of where huh. they're in the know. The tear the teardrop means that you killed somebody, right? Or at I, th- least I thought it was to kill somebody in jail, in I prison. Know. I don't know either. What about a unicorn on the small of your back? What does that mean? Sensitive. <laughs> my, my my wife just texted me. She said, "I have them both there." You dummy. Huh. Okay. Spiderweb okay. tattoo. A lot of variable meanings, but most associated with doing time in prison, being trapped, tangled in the system. Or just being idle and letting the cobwebs form. As far as the teardrop uh, can mean a lengthy prison sentence, while in others it signifies the wearer has committed murder. If the teardrop is just an outline, it can symbolize an attempted murder. Uh, That's my my way of saying, "Eh, I tried, but I couldn't get it done. What if I cry a lot? (laughs) What if I, I was in prison and I cry a lot? Then you're supposed to get a teardrop, you're supposed to get teardrop, teardrop down to your chin. Down, no, down to the spider webs. Yeah, yes, I mean, you're correct. In the spider web. 
Well, are you, are you maybe weighing the pros and cons of a face tattoo? Anybody in here? Face tattoo? Like, Absolutely no, not. I don't believe so. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know. I think my first should be on the face. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Start out strong. Now, if you get a face tattoo and you go into a tattoo parlor, is it the job of the artist to go, are you sure? Certainly is not. I've gone into places that will tattoo anything, anywhere on anybody. Not and I've gone into some like. places that won't do certain things. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I could completely back him up on that. I've gone into a tattoo shop where you could go and be like, I want the F word tattooed across my face. And they'd go, let me see how long that would take me. I'll get you a price point. And then I got, <laughs> then there's somebody that was like, I want the state of Illinois on my shoulder. And they're like, oh, well, no. we're in Missouri. So well, I don't, know. Sure we don't about do this? Illinois tattoos. <laughs> I go, That's 150 bucks. You sure you don't want it bigger? Yeah. I mean, there are places that are like, hey, I'll take your money, whatever. And there's other places that be like, ah, I don't want to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like another rose on the small of somebody's back. If you you get a face tattoo, you have made, you have, you have pointed yourself in a direction for life. Yeah. You, you pushed your chips all in for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Like I know for a fact. You are going to go down a certain path. We know, we know some tattoo guys that like, I mean, if, if you walk in and you say, Hey, I want uh, the N word tattooed on me, or I want a swastika tattooed on me. They're, 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 they're going to need at least a background story on why, like, you know, if you're trying to do it like with the with the circle with the slash through it, saying no to this or something, then maybe. But nine times out of ten, they're going to bail out. Yeah, on most it. respectable artists are not going to do that. Yeah. And when you say you're you're pointing yourself to, uh, towards a path, are you saying that's a negative connotation? No. no okay, I was like, because I know plenty of dudes with face tattoos, and they're not at all. Business- no, just a certain path is ours. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're business-minded folks that are doing really well, and they're almost out of prison. Say, You've eliminated yourself. <laughs> From from quite a few positions. Yeah, from a certain faction. Of, you ain't ever working a QT. Sure, but these are the guys that wouldn't have done. Right, that. that's what I'm saying. It's right. not, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a negative at all. I know plenty of face tattoo guys. Mike Tyson. Yeah, you know. There yeah. you go. There's the one. No, the weird thing is though. I mean, that, <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you know of more guys with face tattoos than you think. It's just when you know them as being successful at whatever it is they're doing. I'm telling you, you, you almost kind of don't see it anymore. I'm pretty sure Travis Barker has some f- yeah, face well, tattoos. Well, he has chosen a career where it's acceptable to have yeah. face tattoos. Right, and there's other there's other dudes that, that we know that have face tattoos that are so successful doing what they're doing, you don't even see the tattoos because you're not thinking, Here, here's, oh boy, here's I, an example. Here's an example. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think face tattoos, but like our buddy Corey that runs DBs, mm-hmm. he is knuckles, fingers, all the way to his neck, but... When you look at him, you don't even think that because you're like, this no. dude owns a bar, a successful no. bar. Listen, if you get a face tattoo, I don't think you're going to be a financial advisor at Wells Fargo. Correct. Meeting with clients. Right. I remember when I was with my tattoo artist. You we, eliminated that. He he had not talked me out of, but he had suggested we wait going past the elbow because I was just a part-time guy here. Right. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you do pornography and you have yourself on film having sex with somebody else. You've eliminated yourself from from a couple of positions. None, and so, not not those positions. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. missionary. Or, <laughs> say apparently you didn't watch the entire movie, the lawn chair. <laughs> well, listen. According to a new survey, your face is the number one spot bosses do not want you to get inked up. Shocking, right? Yeah. Shocking. So five hundred hiring managers. 
And this is, by the way, just if you are right now contemplating a tattoo. This is interesting because this is in my life right now with one of my kids. 500 hiring managers were asked about different tattoo locations and how they might affect your chances of landing a job. Well, where does your daughter want to get a tattoo? Well, she just got one recently, and it's a couple inches past, like, towards the elbow on the, basically the forearm, right above the forearm, right here. Ooh, boy. That is not great. Mm. But she wants to no, go okay, into construction. She wants to say, go into construction. Con- is- I don't know. But she wants to go into construction. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> my, my daughter has a pretty significantly sized tattoo. It's on her uh, her back, like her shoulder blade. But, yeah, I mean, you can't see it when you're wearing a whatever. If you have to go to work, you can cover it up easily. Yeah, if you're wearing a T-shirt. But, I, but I, you know, I told her and, and, uh, and you know, the other teenage daughter, like, don't forget, man, you're going to be in a lot of wedding photos in 20 years, right, in 15 right. years. Well, there are, dress. there are three spots on your body you might want to think twice about. Three spots. Okay. Your face, of course. Yeah. 78% of hiring managers said it would hurt your chances of getting hired. But 17% claimed it, it wouldn't make a difference. And 4% actually said that it'd be more likely to hire somebody with a face tattoo. Those are tattoo artists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Clean Slate Tattoo Removal said that they, they, they do a lot of face removal, uh, face tattoo removals, knuckles. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because it's preventing jobs. The old job stopper, huh? Yep. Your neck is another spot. 66% said it hurts your chances. Here, Here's somebody that just sent over an email to the Rizzo account. I have neck tattoos, and I had to go to three different shops until someone would do it. I was 18. Now I'm 32 and paying thousands of dollars for laser removal. Should have listened to the three artists that told me no. That young, Yikes. that young, they're probably going to say something and to you. I don't yeah. care if it's location or what you're having tattooed. you got to stop and just take a breath because it could be a moment in time that 14 years later you're regretting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 66% says, say that your neck tattoo hurts your chances of working. 28% claimed it doesn't make a difference. 5% said it might actually help you land a job. And then the third place is your hands. 60% said it hurts your chances. 33 no difference. And 6% said it might help. Another 41% said forearm tattoos would also lower your chances of getting hired. Hmm. I know you don't, Riz. Moon, do you have any hand tattoos? No. I know you don't, Jeff, do you? I do not. One spot that doesn't matter as much is your lower back. 78% of hiring managers said a lower back tattoo makes no difference at all. Only so, 14% said it hurts your chances. So the unicorn tattoo is fine back there. That's fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay. And by the way, That's spectacular. Fine. Thank you. Yeah, she's a, and, and my oldest is, is has one. It's just a script. It's like right here, five inches maybe up from her wrist. And she's, as of right now, going into a nursing program. You know, my first thought was, is that going to keep you from getting hired? I don't know. Hopefully, by the time she's out of college, it's not going to matter because people right. are more and more accepting mm-hmm. of tattoos all the time. Missouri lawmaker Bruce Franks Jr. has face tattoos. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I believe he's the only one in the Missouri legislature that has face tattoos. Him and Lyda Cruson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I think John Ashcroft got some after he left office. <laughs> yeah, Lyda Cruson got the uh, Mike Tyson tattoo. <laughs>
All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So what was the name of that HBO documentary about the uh, nuclear waste site and Coldwater Creek? Atomic Homefront. Atomic Homefront. We all saw that? Mm-hmm. I didn't get all the way through it. but You didn't? Really? I didn't finish it. He got sidetracked. He started watching good you films. You watched that film. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. That's my joke, damn it. You didn't see it all, huh? No. But I saw. I'm I mean, surprised. I saw a good majority of it, especially having uh, you know having to do with around here. Is this the one where I got to where the kid was sick in the hospital yeah. bed yes. and I couldn't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry released a report showing that people who have lived along Coldwater Creek in North County have an increased risk of bone or lung cancer. You know what? And we, uh, I, I got a friend that I just learned a few weeks ago, grew up right next to it, swam in that creek. Those who lived or on the regular played there between 1960s or between the 1960s and uh, the 1990s also face a risk of leukemia, skin, or breast cancer. And experts are recommending you share any possible exposure with your doctor. And they'll be holding uh, two public meetings in, uh, I guess it's St. Mark's United Methodist Church in Florissant to discuss the findings. One, June 27th, which is a Wednesday of next week from noon to three, and then the next day from five to eight. So I think, is that the first time they're actually admitting? It's the first time um, I can remember. I don't, I don't know if it's the first time they're admitting or if it's the first time that they're saying... There's been it's, solid it, evidence? It's been, Yeah. Like, I think they, it was one of those things where they said, like, listen, we know there's something going on, but we can't find w- exactly what it is. So it's and, this on paper, finally. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's pretty much it. Hmm. Yeah, that Atomic Home Front, if you have a chance to watch that on HBO, it's on demand. You can find it under the uh, documentaries section. That is a that is a that is an eye-opening watch. And is it still free for the San Jose area? So it was free. I don't know if it is or not. It might be. Remember, I mean, if you if have it, HBO on yeah, demand. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's saying, like, if you went to a website, you could watch it for free. Yeah, HBO gave it free to St. Louis people. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Well, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, police in Hamilton County, Illinois, which I believe, I mean, I believe our signal goes out there. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look. Let me check. Hamilton County? Hamilton County. You want me to drive over there, see? Hamilton County, can you hear us? It's 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 a rural area. Uh, they're warning people of a possible sighting of two wanted inmates from the White County Jail who are on the loose. And according to the uh, to the sheriff, Zachary Shock and Johnny Tipton were possibly seen in the southeastern part of Hamilton County. Ooh, I don't know. This is this is it's pretty far. It's far, but we have a pretty far east signal. It's past Benton. It's, I mean, it's past Pickneyville. It's way out there. It might, it might reach there. Well, if you're out in there, that area, just a heads up, there will be a big law enforcement presence. ATVs, helicopters in the area. Now, the two men are thought to be wearing no shirts and just shorts. Anyone seeing anything suspicious, call 911. No, it's just past past Mount Vernon. Did you say that? Uh, Pickneyville. Yeah, I think you said Mount Vernon. Now, three people have been arrested and charged with helping uh, in the escape of three inmates from the White County Jail on Saturday. 
One inmate was captured, but the other two still on the loose. On Sunday, drivers along Illinois Route 1 reported seeing two guys walking along the roadway around 8.30 at night. So 24-year-old Zachary Schock charged with aggravated battery with a firearm and murder. He's 5'10", 175 pounds, brown hair, blue eyes. Johnny Tipton, 61, charged with theft. He's 5'9", about 200 pounds, gray hair, blue eyes. Both are considered very dangerous. Wow. Police are also asking for the public's health identifying a suspect they consider very dangerous, armed and dangerous. This monster forced a woman into her own car, drove her to an ATM, and withdrew money on Sunday evening in the Central West End. So this 25-year-old woman walking to her car parked on Maryland Avenue right near the cathedral, right where I used to live. When this guy, who looks uh, like he's in his mid-30s, approached her as she opened the door, he flashed the gun, demands she gets in the passenger seat. He then drives her car to an ATM on Natural Bridge in Union, where he used her ATM card to make a bunch of withdrawals. Then they drove around for a little while. And then he parked the woman's car at the Wool Recreation Center on North Kings Highway, and he ran off. He's a black guy between 5'9", 6 feet tall. He was wearing a Looney Tunes t-shirt and a blue baseball hat. That's the best. That shirt? The Looney Tunes t-shirt. I mean, not the the carjacking or the uh, the robbery. The Looney Tunes shirt. Interesting choice of attire while, while carjacking somebody. Cops also think this guy's involved in two other robberies. Last Tuesday on South Kings Highway, they think he followed a woman to her apartment near Forest Park, demanded she hand over her stuff. He was later seen on surveillance using the woman's credit card at the Schnooks on Lindell. The shirt that he's wearing is a white shirt that is like the Tasmanian devil playing soccer. It is like your stereotypical Looney Tunes Mm t-shirt. The other robbery was on Friday in the 600 block of Clara. A woman approached just outside her apartment building. He showed a gun, demanded uh, she hand over her stuff. Anyone with info is asked to call Crime Stoppers. Did you see the the photo, the surveillance photo from him walking into the grocery store? He's got a cart. He's inside the grocery yeah. store with a lit cigarette. <laughs> a lit cigarette. That's the first thing what? I thought. Too. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Lit cigarette in the store with a shopping cart. That's a schnooks. Well, that's acceptable there on that one. It's schnooks. On, on, the, on I, the schnooks on Lindell. I forgot to tell you guys, uh, as of June 19th, 2018, schnooks still non-smoking. Oh, just, really? Yeah. Did they just... Yeah, after 9 new... p.m., it's smoking. But <laughs> the, the before... Do they have a smoking section there? <laughs> So aisles 1 through 15 are smoking. <laughs> Keep it away from the bread, but the frozen, yeah. you're fine. Yeah, frozen, canned, fine. Is it okay if you're in a Scooby-Doo shirt? <laughs> no, only if you're wearing a Looney Tunes shirt. Oh, okay, okay. Like to smoke inside the uh, schnooks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, what? Like, we're just walking in the schnooks with a lit cigarette. I'm that that would be inconspicuous after you've Unfortunately, some... that schnooks over there. Possible. Who's going to say something? Yeah. Have you ever seen somebody eating fast food at a, at a grocery store? Like fast food from a different <laughs> place. Oh, yeah. I saw somebody, this, this was last week, pushing the shopping cart with McDonald's in like the place where you would put your kid. There was a bag of McDonald's there, snacking on fries, doing grocery nah, shopping. I never saw that before. <laughs> I guess they, they tell you not to go grocery shopping hungry. I mean, yep. <laughs> I did have a good interaction yesterday while grocery shopping. A lady came up to me and was like, do you like poetry? And I said, yes. And <laughs> oh, she- With that your fault. Read this lovely- 
po- poem about redheads, and it was quite nice. And she uh, wrote it herself. It was great. Uh, I don't know her. Yeah, just walked over and asked if I like poetry. So I'm like, my first thought was like, eh. and then I'm like, yes, of course I, I do. Her. <laughs> yeah. She's I like very poetry, nice, but I like maze. She, she like was poetry. very nice. Stranger danger. <laughs> uh, two people have been charged with um, with carjacking. This is after the owner of Gus Gus Fun Bus was hit by a stolen truck on a Saturday afternoon downtown here, right outside of Keener Plaza. 20-year-old Curtis Alford used pepper spray to carjack a Ford F-150 from two women and then hit two witnesses as he sped away. And uh, one of those was the Gus Gus Fun Bus owner, Mike Arnold, and he's got critical injuries. During the escape... Curtis stopped to let 18-year-old Janice Stowers into the passenger side. And I think they tried to run over some cops as well. And they both admitted to planning the robbery in order to steal the truck. Uh, Curtis Alford from uh, Maplewood charged with 10 felonies. Janice Stowers from East St. Louis charged with robbery and armed criminal action. And a GoFundMe account has been set up to help with the medical expenses for, uh, for Mike Arnold. If we could link that. To the blog and the uh, socials, that'd be great. 51-year-old Jason Lawson has been charged with first-degree sodomy, first-degree statutory rape. Between June of 2006 and May of 2008, cops say he put a girl's hand on his uh, privates. And between June of 2014 and 2016, he allegedly had sex with another girl, both younger than 12 at the time. Both girls live in the same Wildwood subdivision as Jason, the manners of Cherry Hills. And cops are asking any other victims to call him. And uh, finally, locally here, if you live in uh, Troy, Illinois, and you had your car broken into over the weekend, good news, cops may have your stuff. Oh, wow. Police are looking to reunite stolen property with their with its owners. Contact Detective Tony Luther with the Troy, Illinois Police Department if you had your car broken into and your stuff stolen. So that's good news. That is good yeah. news. Hey, hey, good news locally, huh? You How never about know. That? You got to go to Troy, Illinois for it. Might get some of your stuff back. Right. Hey, yo, what's up? This is Marlon Wayans, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old fool. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back. Hey, a uh, Friday... 9 o'clock, myself and Jeff Burton, Hot Shots in St. Charles for another Guys Night Out event. It's happening. Come join us. Miss Hot Shots competition. That's on Country Club Plaza Drive. Hot Shots, Friday, 9 o'clock. Join us for a bikini contest, if you would. Miss Hot Shots competition. All the details at hotshotsnet.com. So at a, uh, at a meeting of the National Space Council on Monday, President Trump directed the Pentagon to, quote, establish a space force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's right. Importantly, I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process. Boy, he needs a drink of water. Oh, my God. First off, he goes, I am here to announce... <laughs> That the 
Oh, stop that doing that. <laughs> see? See? Oh, oh. You're the one that usually does it, and now you know how we feel on the other side. It's one of the... Uh, I don't like it. No, nobody does. Man. I'm not banning it. <laughs> Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a space force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement. We are going to have the Air Force and we are going to have the Space Force separate but equal. Hmm. So he, I guess, floated the idea of a Space Force back in March, but then insisted he wasn't serious about it. And military officials, including uh, the Defense Secretary, they've been cool with the idea. And space-related military operations are currently under the Air Force's jurisdiction right now. But why are we doing this? We will establish a long-term presence, expand our economy, and build the foundation for an eventual mission. Condos on Mars. (laughs) (laughs) To Mars, which is actually going to happen very quickly. And, you know, I've always said that rich guys seem to like rockets. So all of those rich guys that are dying for our real estate to launch their rockets, we won't charge you too much. Just go ahead. If you beat us to Mars, we'll be very happy and you'll be even more famous. What would they call it? The Space Force. I mean, we got the Army, we got the Navy, we got the Marines, we got the Air Force. We got the Coast Guard. What's it going to be? Space Force. Hmm. I don't know. Got to come up with a clever name. So this is a military militarized version of NASA? Uh, I guess so. Well, right now, and again, I, I mentioned this before, um, space-related military operations currently under the Air Force jurisdiction, so this would be a separate thing. A separate thing. Man, how pissed would you be in in this situation if this was you? So a guy had just a guy had just finished his meal at this burger place in Queens, New York. This is on Father's Day. And he got his bill. The bill said cheddar cheese, well done, toast bread, please spit in it too. N- not by his request. <laughs> No, that was on his, like, printed out bill. Yeah, furious. Oh, man. Don't forget the mayo. That's what it said. So the guy was with his daughter, his granddaughter, asked the server, why would you do this? And she couldn't explain. She said she didn't do it. He says, well, who prints out the uh, receipt? She says, I take it up there and print it off myself. So you did it? And then she just walked off. So the guy goes to the manager who starts to ask, sir, how can we compensate you? How do you compensate somebody for spitting in your food? How do you? After you just ate it. What do you do? Like, you're you're talking, you, is there a monetary value? That are you, you're, you furious right now even thinking about it? Sorry that you ate spit. Uh, here's 26 bucks. Like, I don't know. I mean, you can't say, hey, free food forever, because uh, we would think you're never going back. So how do you compensate somebody for spitting on your food, especially when you ate it already? 
What do you do? What would you want, Jeff? Uh, whoever was responsible for it, I, I would, would like call them the police. To, yeah, stock. I would like them to be fired, first of all. <laughs> I want stock. This is a, this is a, a burger joint in Queens, New York. This is not McDonald's. This is not right. Burger King. This is not Wendy's. This is a mom and pop place. I mean, what? What? I call the police. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the guy's going to get arrested for tampering with your food. Is that yeah. a crime? Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. The whole bodily fluids thing. Yeah. Absolutely. The waitress was fired on the spot, by the way. The guy got a refund. And the manager wound up telling the camera crew that was eventually in his face that it was very unlikely that one of the chefs actually spit in the burger. You know, I was going to bring that up. Just because she wrote it on there doesn't mean anybody did it. But he understood but, the guy's frustration. Sure. And he said the incident was unacceptable. But, wow. Even on the off chance you ate a burger with somebody's loogie in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. A new figure is released by the Centers for Disease and Prevention today. Showed that just 14% of American adults were cigarette smokers last year. And that's a, that's a new low. And that's down from 16% the year before. In 2016. And that decline came after there hadn't been much change in the previous two years. But it shows that a general drop in the number of cigarette smokers is continuing. And the decline is being seen in teenagers, too. With survey results out last week showing that cigarette smoking among uh, high school students is down 9%. Which is down, I'm sorry, down to 9%. Which is also a new low. That's great news. I mean, if you th- if you think about it, smoking is not cool now. Like, I definitely don't think smoking is man, cool now. Man, when I was in high school, it was cool. Oh, it's, same oh, with me, man. It was cool, Sa- dude. Same with me. You would leave. You would leave the CBC campus, and you had to be like a hundred yards away, or else you would get a hundred dollar fine. But you would leave the campus and immediately just see cars pulling away with just just smoke just pouring out of them. It was cool when I was in high school. Oh, my at my senior year at Lindbergh, there was a smoking area for the students. Yeah, you went and ate real fast, and everybody yeah, went outside in the parking lot and smoked cigarettes until the bell rang. Which, of course, meant we all stood in a circle and everybody stood in the middle and smoked something besides cigarettes, mm-hmm. of course. Right. But it, just looking back on it and realizing that there was an okay, it was okay to have a smoker's area in high school yeah. back in the day. Now, experts are saying that anti-smoking campaigns, higher cigarette taxes, and more widespread smoking bans are working together to bring down the smoking rates. And also the introduction of e-cigarettes has also played a role. So I was going to ask you, because I have two teenagers, and I don't think either one of them know anybody that they hang out with regularly that smoke cigarettes, but I know that they do know some that that vape. Remember I said 9% of high school kids, you know, that's a smoking thing now? Mm-hmm. About 13% of high school students vape with e-cigarettes and other devices. And um, figures from 2016 showed that 3% of adults did. So they're not smoking cigarettes, they're vaping, though. That's that's my mom. Just wait till we find out the long-term results of the vaping stuff. I know. We don't know. We don't. We don't know. We don't know long-term effects. Is vaping safer than cigarettes? Probably. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but probably. Are those yeah. those like an e-cigarette? Not like the big vaping things that look like 
It could be a Game Boy, but like the e-cigarettes, that's considered the same thing, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think you yeah. put the same kind of stuff in there. Yeah. You put the same kind of stuff in there. I don't. I uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 safer. I would think. You would think so, but like you said, it's so I new. I ain't no scientist, but. <laughs> uh, speaking of health, the uh, the World Health Organization. They've officially classified video game addiction as a mental health condition for the first time ever. Wow. They're calling it, quote, gaming disorder. And it's included in the 11th edition of the International Classification of Diseases. And that gives the addiction a significant boost in credibility. And it could make it easier for people to have it to get the proper treatment. But some psychologi- uh, psych- psychologists aren't convinced it should be considered on the same level as other addictions, like drugs or even gambling, because it's a video game addiction. Rarely stands alone, and it's usually a side effect of anxiety and depression. And they found that those who that when those get those get treated, the amount a person plays video games tends to drop. Mm. So in other words, hey, I'm I'm not addicted to video games. I have anxiety, which, and I'm depressed. And my my video gaming helps me with that. So if I have the anxiety treated, then the gaming goes away. Is what they're saying, right? Hmm. So this is a guy. I'm going to play audio for you. It's a guy named Evan Porter who did rehab for gaming addiction, and he considers himself a recovering addict. Listen, this is definitely not on the same level as as like a drug addict or sex addict but listen there's addictions to a lot of things and this sure. is one of those things porn addiction all addictions are not the same no not at all so his mom karen is also in the clip here now be aware evan has a slight speech impediment that unfortunately sounds sound, makes well makes him sound very nerdy like a stereotypical video game player Hopefully it goes without saying that I didn't pick the audio to make fun of that. But here you go. I pretty much started playing video games like seriously in like fifth grade. I'm going to give you a chance to regroup there. You can laugh. Go ahead. Let it out. We're human. No. I'm past it. It's remember. Just, it's just that whenever we talk about Game of Thrones or remember, anything or this Star is, Wars. This is a guy who has a video game addiction. Damn, dude. I pretty much started playing video games like seriously in like fifth grade and then eighth grade and like ninth grade it just went straight up that's when my life really started deteriorating he was basically online all the time every waking moment and he would refuse to go to school he wouldn't eat with us he lost weight he was up all night. It's a pretty big difference, like growing up from screens to on screen all night to no screens. Alcoholic, he knows that he can't ever have alcohol again. Um, someone who's addicted to cocaine can't ever have cocaine again. But a technology addict, a technology addict, I mean, be pretty hard to live without technology. Yeah, but you could not play video games. There's that. You could stop playing. I have technology all around me. I don't play video games. You laughed. I did. You laughed. 
at you. Stop it. Patrico, if you would, get out the list of horrible ways to die. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. We're there. Uh, swallowed by Python. Is that on there? Ooh, I'm almost positive that is. Uh, let's see. I think I mean, it might be Snake. I don't know if Eaten it is. Eaten by Snake? Yeah, go on with the story. I'll let you know when I find well, it. Well, there's a woman from Indonesia. She uh, she lost her life last week when she was swallowed whole by a 23-foot python. My gosh. Really? It seems like Indonesia would be the place yeah, for this. This doesn't happen in, uh, you know, Crystal City. Yeah. Not a lot of this going on in Fort Wayne, Indiana. No. 54-year-old Wa Tibia went missing after she went to check on her vegetable garden about a half mile from her house. And on Friday, her family found her sandals, flashlight, and other belongings at the garden, but no sign of her. And there was a village-wide search. It led to the discovery of a python with a bloated belly about 50 yards from where the belongings were. And they cut the snake open. And they found her body still intact with all her clothes. Unreal. And this is a quote from the village chief. She was swallowed first from her head. Oh. So she went that way. She head first slid. Uh Uh-huh. And this is the second known incident of a python swallowing a human whole in Indonesia in the past 15 months. Back in uh, March of 2017, a 25-year-old guy was was killed by a python. Same way. And there is still pictures. I was oh, no. just there. literally typing in the word Indonesian. Oh, there it is. If you yeah. want to see it, there it is. There it is. So, woman, Indonesia. Now. Snake. They, they, don't they choke you first? Before they... Depends. Oh, man. Like, yeah. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, there there it is. That's it? There she is. Dear Lord. Number 21, eaten alive. That counts. Eaten alive by an animal, number 21. Yes, it does. Oh, Would you like to know what's right around it? Um, the Iron Maiden is just below it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, murdered by chainsaw. That's going to an Iron Maiden concert. Yeah. Right. No, mur- murdered by chainsaw, attacked by bear, uh, and also flaying is right by oh, it. Oh, that's not a good one. What? F- flaying? That's when they cut your skin off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah. Yeah, eaten alive. Just a few above us, stomped by elephant and crushed by helicopter. <laughs> good Crushed by that's Crushed oddly by specific. Helicopter. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Crushed by helicopter. Has that happened? I do love how it says like roller coaster accident, eaten by piranhas, death by a thousand cuts, breast explosion. Well, that's happened where somebody's breast implants exploded oh, on yeah. an airplane and killed them and killed them, Jeff. Wow, killed them. Yeah. So when a python eats you. Is that uh? Don't they wrap you wrap around you first, or do they bite you? Are they biters? Pythons? I thought they. I thought they. Squ- I think like, they're constrictors. Squeeze you, Ooh, yeah. Bam, and then eat you by the head first. Yikes! <laughs> ah, I guess that's the quicker death, isn't it? You go in head first. Absolutely, I'd far prefer. You that. prefer head first? Wouldn't you? 
I don't know. Uh, my ankles are being digested, and I'm still oh, feeling. I'm I mean, if I'm you out, know I'm you're going to go, I'm out. I'm out. Somebody's got a video of them cutting the snake open. I'm out. I'm out. I can't do it. Did she kind of spill out? I don't know. I just saw him take the knife and put it in, and I, I exited out of it. I oh, come it. on, watch it. Uh, come you know on. you want to. Now I got to go back and find it. I want to see if she kind of spills out. She's in her clothes still. I mean, what horrible. Listen, we need to know. Here it it's is. Just for journalism Hold purposes, Tom. Do it. Do it. Hold on! Do it. Oh, this is not the video. This Any, is a anytime. Story. That's a news story. All right. I, I, I'll find it. You'll Trust me, you'll hear okay. me when I watch it. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yes, Tom's? Nope. Did nope. you see it? Yeah, I'm showing you. No, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, you I are. See it. Let's see. All right, there. They're cutting it open. And that. they're sawing it. Oh my God! Oh no! I don't want that's her clothes. That's it. That's it. Did you guys see the uh, the picture of that pigeon I tweeted out yesterday? Yeah, uh, yeah. Had a little jewelry on. I sure did. You got a new friend, new pet. Yeah. Huh? So I mean, this pigeon, like a gorgeous looking pigeon. I didn't know pigeons were a thing around here, by the way. They well, especially I, up, I didn't know that there was a thing about pigeons anyway. Especially well, where where I, where I live, out in the woods. But so there was a gorgeous pigeon. It landed on a chair on my deck. And I was watching it from out the window, kind of knocking on the window. Hey, shoot. I don't want you crapping on the deck. Sure. And then I noticed it had two, like, uh, bands around the legs. Yeah, no, it's right away. It's tagged. I guess yeah, it's were, it was tagged. tagged. So I put it out on Twitter. Hey, anybody missing a pigeon? Because it's got tags on it. Right. What kind, what kind was it? A Birmingham roller? Yeah, sure. I think it was. That's what it looked like to me. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, look at this Birmingham roller pigeon. <laughs> so some guy tweeted us or tweeted me back saying, I guess there was a, a pigeon race. And all these pigeons were in from Joplin. And boy, are their arms tired. Damn. Did he, did he win or did he lose? I don't yeah, know, what does that mean? Is that a for big a winner or a loser? Yeah, he was on my deck for a little while, wouldn't leave. He is way lost. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get some water and seed? And do you know where Joplin is? <laughs> yeah, they got lost. Yeah, it was, it was on my deck for a while. Hmm. I'm like, this is worth something to somebody. Yeah. Obviously, if they're, if they're tagged like that. And it looked like it was, it was a trained bird. So it's not like conservation kind of tagging, probably, because it didn't look, like you said, for lack of a better term, for a bird, it looked like it was well-kept. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell this thing wasn't rooting through garbage for, uh, you know, for scraps. Right. Yeah, gorgeous thing. Hmm. Listen, I'm a guy that appreciates nature, and then eventually flew away. And you said, thank God. (laughs) My first thought was, "I oh, here's this bird going to crap all over my, yeah, my anyway. patio furniture. <laughs> I, honestly, that was my first thought. By the way, my 19-year-old came home with a with a fish yesterday. Oh, yeah? What kind of fish? I don't know. It's in water in a bowl. Okay. You got it. Name is uh, Swim Shady. No deep. Oh, good oh, name. Oh, that is incredible. I thought that good was name. pretty good. I said, well done. Swim Shady. Beta fish? I think. I don't know. I haven't actually seen it. What made your kid get a fish? I don't know. I was not uh, privy to this happening. You're older so, or younger? Older. So is she going to bring it back to school with her? I hope so. I would I would think so, yeah. If you can do that. Because sort of I got thing. Gary the fish for the kids, and mm-hmm. I'm the only one that takes care of it. You have mentioned that once or twice, yeah. I'm the only one that cleans the tank. 
Every day I ask, you feed Gary? It's my fish now. I'm the one that talks to it. Make sure Gary's okay. Is it going to become Jeff's fish? I hope not. I don't think so. I mean, she's significantly older than yours, so I think she knows what she's getting into. You know, uh, having a pet's good for the kids. You know, teaches responsibility Mm -hmm. until they don't take care of it. Right. And it doesn't teach anything. Teaches dad responsibility. Uh Clearly, I could take care of a fish. We've learned that. We've learned that. Mm -hmm. But it was a a cool-looking bird on the... uh, was. On the deck. And the whole racing pigeons thing. That's pretty neat. Was that your photography by by chance? It was. Well done, by the way. That's a very well-captured picture, yeah. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. You know, the iPhones have the portrait, mm-hmm. the portrait feature. Mm. Don't move, bird. <laughs> it wasn't moving. Mama, it was it was just mode. sitting there, chilling. Huh. Just chilling. All right, here is sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games all the time. Cards were down most of the game last night. And even though Matt Carpenter, Yadier Molina, and Tommy Pham all went deep, it just wasn't enough. We got ourselves a little extra baseball last night, though, as Pham went deep in the top of the 10th, put the Cardinals ahead 5-4, to four, but the Phillies answered with a walk-off two-run double, 6-5 to five win. Uh. Yadier Molina not only homered, but also takes sole possession of most games ever caught for a single team. So he is now the Major League Baseball well, history leader. there's that. Tonight, the Cardinals take on the Phillies for Game 2. Luke Weaver gets the first pitch start, 6-0-5. Barry Trotz, he has resigned as coach of the Washington Capitals less than two weeks after the team won the franchise's first ever Stanley Cup. He said that he stepped down because they were unable, meaning him and the team, unable to agree on terms for a new contract, specifically at odds over salary and contract yep, length. that means, hey, I won the Stanley Cup, pay me. Yeah, what and now? And they said no. Yeah. We'll pay you this, and that's it. Okay, then yep. see ya. I get a job anywhere. Yeah. Yep. He said, I'm officially announcing my resignation. Uh, when I came to Washington four years ago, my sole purpose was to win the Cup and celebrate with the fans, and we have done and that. They did that, man. They did that. One other quick hockey note. I don't know if you guys have seen this ongoing back and forth between uh, Mike Hoffman's girlfriend, or mm-hmm. Mike Hoffman's girlfriend, Eric Carlson's wife on the Ottawa Senators. So apparently, Mike Hoffman's girlfriend has been going after Online, calling her names, calling her out, uh, Eric Carlson's wife. It's been a huge thing. These guys uh, are the teammates, two, by the way. Yeah, the two players have officially like made statements like, she needs to be quiet, she needs to be quiet, he needs to make her be quiet, he needs to make her be quiet. Well, that's over because the Senators have just traded Mike Hoffman to the Sharks. Huh. Wow. And they are citing it's because of this. Yeah. Wow, because of that? Yep. Yeah, the Blues are one of the teams that, that had interest in Hoffman. Yep. Because of girlfriends Because going the girlfriend him? and the wife are arguing. They are saying that this is detrimental to the team. You're out. Go to San Jose. It's a good so player, too. So who is the bigger player? Oh, not Hoffman. Carlson. Yeah, Carlson. Carlson. Sure. Carlson's their captain, right? Yeah, he is yeah. a world-class so player. Out. Hoffman, see you later. And so Carlson you... almost got traded, too, last year, mm-hmm, by the yeah. way. I bet you Carlson was like, get him out of here. Yeah. And it's very possible Carlson might not be back, too. Yeah. But he is one hell of a player. Wow. Yeah. Because of the women, huh? Insane. Mm-hmm. Damn women. Tr- truly, truly was insane. I did, that, that literally just happened this morning, like a few minutes ago. Wow. Women, women, women. Women, 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 women. women, women. <laughs> Uh, yesterday's <laughs> World Cup matches had Sweden beating South Korea 1-0. Belgium gets the uh, 3-1 win over Panama. England beat Tunisia 2-1 in injury time. Uh, today, Colombia takes on Japan. Poland plays Senegal. And host country Russia will play Egypt. So yes, England won in, in, in overtime? At the 91st minute. I'm not even overtime, say, extra time. Be like, huge, not right? even extra time, injury time. Yeah. 
injury pretty, time. Pretty awesome wow. header. Yeah, it was. So it these was are these games are, are pretty good. They're yeah, great. It's awesome. Uh, again, I went into this World Cup going no U.S. I got no interest, and anytime it's on, I am glued to the television. Hmm. But well, it's usually on early. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, like we get home and we can watch maybe the second half of the ten o'clock game and all the one o'clock game. Mm. So. Uh, as part as a, a, an aggressive commitment to relaunch its basketball sneaker category, and I just said basketball, for the yes. first time in 20 years, Puma has announced that Jay-Z is now an official executive with huh. them. Yesterday they announced, yesterday they announced uh, Hoves was the uh, president of the company. Hova, huh? And then they stepped that back and said, he ain't the president, he's the creative executive. So we'll have to see what hey, happens there. you guys there. Uh, listen to that Business Wars podcast. One of the first uh, episodes was Nike versus Adidas, and that Puma was one of the brothers, one of the Adidas brothers, right? That kind of spun off and made Puma. Mm-hmm. Imagine having two successful siblings like that, two huge companies. Yeah, I mean, pretty awesome. Adidas is bigger than Puma, obviously. Yeah, but pretty awesome though. That is pretty. That is Adidas pretty cool. has definitely had their problems over the last couple mm-hmm. years too, though. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, so you remember J.R. Smith and that blunder that he had in Game One when the Cavs played the uh, Golden State Warriors, where he thought that the uh, score they were winning, but actually they were tied. He could have put the ball up with seconds ago and said mm-hmm. he dribbled to half court. Well, his jersey that he wore during that blunder is actually up for auction right now. Uh, currently, it's at eight thousand uh, dollars. He said that he doesn't want it, <laughs> and on the auction, it makes no mention of his blunder. It just says Game One worn jersey from J.R. Smith. But I found that funny. Phil Mickelson found himself in a bit of a rules controversy on Saturday at the U.S. Open. Unlike anything that he'd ever experienced in his career, unlike anything most any golfers have experienced, and according to his wife, he actually offered to withdraw from the tournament after it happened, and officials said, nope, you're good, you're not going to withdraw. So just keep on golfing. Now, what happened? Well, what he did was he was putting, put it past the hole, and it was continuously going to roll. It was going to hit a hill and just go. Well, instead of that happening and basically creating an impossible putt Well, for him, instead of waiting for the ball to stop. He ran over and hit it again towards the hole. While the ball was still rolling. Which is a immediate two-stroke penalty. And that is apparently a no-no in golf. And even the announcers lost it when he did it. At 13. His speed has been terrible. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, I, that that's stunning. Uh, talk us through what we just saw. Well, that is stunning. Uh, the last time I saw something like that was at John Daly in the '99 Open at Pinehurst. Uh, the, the rule it's a two-stroke penalty, but uh, uh, that's basically his way of saying that's it. That's know, it. No moss. No mas. Wow, he pulled out the no mas. <laughs> they really yeah. got dramatic. I would imagine that among wow. golfers, that's a douchey move. Oh, huge! Like, like huge! And you could hear the crowd going, "Oh no! Oh no!" And plus, he smug. Did you see his little smug little smile when mm-hmm. he did it? Well, here's the best part about it. So he did that two-stroke penalty, and then he missed on the following mm-hmm. putt anyway. Finished with a ten on that hole. Yikes. Yeah. Well, he said it would have taken him more strokes to uh, get it in the hole if he would have. Mm-hmm. Okay, but be, off a, the green. be a professional golfer, and, and yes, he was. He was playing he a strategy. It's called. Yeah. It's called strategy. strategy. Oh, okay. Well, now strategy. I understand. It's one of those rules in golf that you shouldn't do. And uh, yeah. finally, here, Milwaukee Brewers reliever Adrian Hauser. He made it through the top of the eighth inning in a ten to nine loss to the Phillies on Sunday. Uh, but the most interesting thing about this is he threw up twice on the field. He got there through a warm up pitch, vomited, then again. <laughs> 
vomited after he got a guy out, but he got out of the inning, stayed in the game, uh, but unfortunately they lost. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. How about for the Blues, by the way? I don't know if you're going to mention this maybe later, but Kelly Chase is not going to be the color guy. Mm-hmm. The, yep, uh, I saw that yesterday. The color commentator on the Blues broadcasts. I think one of the on, best. On the radio. One of the best former players to ever get into a broadcast booth, I think. An even better speech guy. So he will, according to the Post-Dispatch, he will become involved in a private uh, real estate thing and will remain connected to the team via a role in business and community development. So moving on. Hey, listen, the grind of going from city to city, that's tough. Absolutely. Over the years, you could hear him getting more and more frustrated with officiating and all those sorts of things as well. But I thought he was, him and Kerber were, wow, what a team. Yeah, absolutely. Kerber, I think, the best in the business. I've said that. Those two together, nobody better. Yep. Agreed. I wonder who's going to replace him. Hmm. Are there any rumors? I haven't seen any. Me either. Is there anybody you can think? I I can think of one person. Oh, I know one off the top of my head. Jamie Rivers? Yep. Yeah. That's who I was thinking. Yeah, it'd be good. You know who else would be, and he's on the coaching staff right now, is Ott. He'd be good, too, yeah. He's very well-spoken. Hmm. Yeah. I'll go Jamie Rivers. Yeah, let's throw him in there. I'd like to throw my hat in the ring, too. All bit. right. You don't have a That's hat on. But you're you're going to be busy. He already threw it. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, um, do I have to leave my house? Can I do it from home? I don't <laughs> think so. We're just going to watch TV and just repeat what Darren Pang says. <laughs> All right, here is your headline hoosh. There is Uno Show headline hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, a division of My Mutual Mortgage, NMLS number 12901. Boy, you're going to have to look up a mugshot because. Mm, mm. My own or somebody else's? Somebody else. Okay. All right, so let's go to Oklahoma City, where cops got a call on Friday around 5 30. 5 30 p.m. about two people having sex under a tree right by a busy intersection. Cops got there. They found 48-year-old Tony Willis and 42-year-old Vernon LeClaire. What happened? Oh <laughs> what happened to his face? So Tony Willis and Vernon LeClaire, drunk and doing it in full view of all traffic. Okay. So yeah. you're going to explain this, right? I, I don't know. They, they were both arrested for indecent exposure is and public an, intoxication. Is there an explanation? I don't know, but all I'm going to say is this. If you are a guy who is actively trying to get laid, and you cannot, and this guy's doing it in public, you right now are really wanting to cry. With, by the way, way out of his league. Way out of his league. Way out of his league. She is not, she is nowhere near like, damn, but she is, this guy looks like, I'm going to call him (laughs) Fungus Face. What is that? It looks like he has got a rock on his face. Oh my gosh, he he looks like, I know this is going to sound mean, you guys ever seen Never Any Story? He looks like Rockbiter. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now, mind you, they aren't drunk having sex in public. But this is not the first time she got arrested for this particular move. Last October, she was arrested for having sex in the afternoon in a liquor store parking lot. This time with a 21-year-old guy named Te- uh, Kevin Bonin. Those charges were dismissed. It's too early to say whether she'll dodge them again this time. But you got to be so. kidding me with this. Yeah. Like so two. there he is, and bam. Yeah. Look up Rockbiter. Because he looks good like, side by side. He, <laughs> oh come on, he uh, yeah, but he's the other guy for sure. Yeah, he's in. He he's a 
Somewhere in between. Uh, got, what is what it? No, his nose. I don't know what's going on. Jago, Vernal LeClaire, Tony Willis, drunk having sex in public. That's today's headline hoosh. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Yeah, post this guy's mugshot. Yikes. Another name that could easily be thrown into that. Verna. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the blues thing. Sorry. <laughs> Another name that could easily be thrown in there. And Jeff. Thank you, man. I'm going to go for it. Nope. Think. Cam really... Jansen. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Very well spoken. Mm-hmm. Passionate. Already works in radio. Already does radio. Great kisser. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it. From what I hear. Yeah. From what, from what Jeff Moon tells was, me. Moon is telling me. <laughs> The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, let's talk Heather Locklear. How's she doing? She's not great. She had some problems recently as we talked about it, but uh, as of yesterday, hospitalized psych evaluation. Threat- she threatened to shoot herself. Uh, her parents went to her house because she was acting, quote, agitated. But uh, then she got violent. She choked her mom. She hit her dad. Uh, that's when her mom called the cops. Heather didn't actually have a gun when she's threatened to kill herself. But she was reportedly, quote, trying to find one. She's had some uh, issues in the past, hasn't she? Just uh, back in February, as a matter of fact, she was arrested for felony domestic violence against her boyfriend. Uh, during the arrest, she allegedly threatened to shoot officers, if you remember back in the yeah. day. Uh, if they ever return to her home. In March, she was back in rehab. She'd been dealing with mental issues off and on for probably 10 years now. Struggling a, with, it is a bummer. Yeah, and she's been tr- uh, struggling with drugs and, and alcohol addiction for at least that long, 08. Someone else released that uh, uh, 9-11 call on her behalf, uh, claiming that she was suicidal. Uh, but it's so much more than just rehab, obviously. Well, she's had a lot of plastic alcohol. surgery. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Yeah, let's just hope. She's a very pretty woman. Yeah, let's just hope she gets herself right. How old is she? Uh, 54, 52. Look at. No, 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 no. She's older than that. Yeah, I think she's older. Remember, she was in TJ Hooker. Yeah, I think she's close to 60. She was in TJ Hooker. I have the answer. 59. 57. 59. 56. (laughs) I was looking at it upside down. That's why I thought 59. You see a recent picture? Like her face looks tight. Got a tight face. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. God, she used to be, I mean, she's I mean, she still is attractive, but she used to be stunning. One of those, one of those actresses that like you saw her and she was stunning. Even when she was on Spin City? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she was on Spin City. Yeah. yeah. Right. She looked phenomenal during those years. Why do you gotta do that to yourself? With the facelifts. You know what's funny? It's, uh, I, I don't know who this chick is, but it's the it's the woman that's on Entertainment Tonight, the blonde. I can't. I Nancy always Odell. Yes, she is another one of those women that like you don't need to have all that work done. You will be a very pretty older lady, but she's starting to get the work done. She's like early fifties. She's starting to get the work done, and you can tell. And it's like you are now becoming that youth fighter. Now, when you do that kind of work to yourself, when you get a facelift like that, when you do the Botox, mm-hmm. the fillers, do you think you're fooling people? Or or do you know you look like that? Yeah, great point. That's a legit question. And I think it's the, the guy's version of that obviously can be 
can be plastic surgery too, but the guy's version of that is the comb over. Like you're really only fooling no, yourself. No, there are some guys with facelifts. Oh no, I I understand that. I'm saying, but as far as the hair is concerned, that's that's their version of that. She doesn't. Doesn't look like she's had a ton yeah, done. Angel but, doesn't look like she's got a ton done. But man, oh man, she. You're right. She didn't need to. She doesn't need to. Just just gracefully but become that's... a very attractive older woman. I think it's funny seeing a guy with a facelift. Don't you? Oh boy, yeah. yes. They're always ah, look, smiling. Yeah. And they're talking, and it sounds like <laughs> you're rubbing your bare hands on a balloon. Smiling. He's sleeping. Yes. Todd Chrisley. Huh? How about Todd Chrisley? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of plastic surgery there. Holy cow! Hey, but he makes fun of himself. Oh, is that the guy from that TLC show? Uh, Chris Lee Knows Best, I think is what it's called, or something to that effect. He even, he's like, you can't tell, he's but I'm laughing right now. He's the, he's the worst. Uh, you can't tell, but I'm actually smiling. Riz, Whatever. you would probably break your television if you watched that show for more than 10 minutes. I like my TV, so I don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, then we recommend you do not. Uh, you know what? This is really cool that Tommy Lee and his son Brandon have taken all of their arguing and everything, all the back and forth off of social media, and they're just sitting down and talking in private. Or they haven't. And they've continued uh, from Father's Day. The social media war that happened yesterday, continuing. Tommy's fiance, Brett Furlan even joined in when she commented on that video that Brandon posted of Tommy Lee unconscious. Remember that? No. She said, quote, Brandon, this is too much. Your dad... <laughs> I thought you said, he said, remember that, and you went, nah. I said, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Brandon, this is too much. She said, your dad loves you, and uh, you love your dad. Please stop. Everyone is clearly hurt. Enough is enough. Brandon replied, don't be a hero, Brittany. My dad needs another vodka lemonade. Chop, Why don't you pick up the phone Chop, call? chop. Even with chop, chop, hashtag enabler. This is Why the son. Why don't you pick up the phone and hash this out in private? That's, and then Brandon goes on to post an Instagram message telling his dad to stop sharing their dirt on social media because, quote, it's making us all act like kids. Well, why don't you say that maybe in a text message to him as opposed to... Boy, Tommy Lee, yikes. He looks rough as hell, too. Yeah, but he is he is road hard. Yeah. He has seen it all, Tommy Lee. Is that a recent picture? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. There's another guy in his mid-50s. Like he had a little work done. I would ask Brandon, what do you do for a living, Brandon? What does he do? He's probably Tommy Lee's son for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if you look at his Instagram, I think it's Instagram or Twitter, it's just a bunch of selfies of him in various stages of dress and and different places. What do you do? What do you do for a living? Kick it. Kicking it. (laughs) I kick it. Well, he's Pam and Tommy's son. Yeah, that's what what it says on his business card. got money and kicking it. Oh, and man, oh man, I wonder if he got uh, the hand-me-down from Tommy. Tommy Lee, if you know what I'm saying. Well, you got uh, his the mommy's down breasts. below. Yeah, he got his mommy's breast. He got his mommy's breast and his uh, dad's dong. He's a model and an actor. Okay, that means that means I'm kicking it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that means that his official title is kicking it. I'm a model too. I have Instagram. Uh, Todd Harrell, that how you say his name? Uh, the yes. founding basis for the band Three Doors Down has been sent to the old slammer again. He was arrested late last week on drug and gun charges. 46 years old, taken into custody. Authorities in Jackson County, Mississippi. Uh, they responded to an alarm at his house. They spotted guns. They spotted drugs there at the house. And his wife told them that he had gotten physical with her. Oh, Faces, this guy's a disaster. Yeah. Possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Possession of a controlled substance and domestic violence. Simple assault. Why is he a convicted felon? He spent two years in prison for causing a deadly crash in Nashville in 2013. I've got I've got a life mission to never be called a disaster. 
this guy's a disaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you truly, mean to your face? I hope. I mean, it truly just tears a person apart. When you call somebody a disaster, yeah. there is no coming back from that. Like did even you, if did you see his mugshot? Even if you get your life back together, you will always be known as a disaster. No, do I want to? <laughs> I mean, what's his name? Uh, Todd Harrell. H A R R E. Did he pull the? Do you know what band I used to be in? Oh, man, Remember that Superman not. song? Yeah, Superman was, song it, didn't write itself, you know. That was me on the low end of that. This fella? Yeah. Okay. I believe the lyrics are, if I go crazy, will you still call oh, me Superman? Right. Well, he got the crazy Answer, part right No, there. we're going to call you inmate number 20071. Listen, tell me that's not a disaster. Oh, yeah. Will you still call me Superman? No, you're you're a disaster. He's still got his, uh, that's his going to jail do rag he's wearing. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite rappers, Extension. Boy, I tell you what, you are shot, a fan. shot and killed in Miami yesterday. Uh, he was leaving a motorcycle dealership in his car when two men approached him. At least one of them opened fire. What's uh, he, it? What, it's Extension. Extension. That's, that's what I think. There's I mean, three X's and an attention. So I'm assuming. 20 years old. Two men fled in an SUV. Aren't any suspects yet? They're just saying it's a robbery. Uh, he got famous, I guess, in 2015. Uploaded a song called Look At Me to SoundCloud. Last album debuted at number one and when it came out this past March. If you're not familiar with his work, this is one called F Love. It sounds like somebody moaning. And somebody knocking at the door. I'm recording it here. Shot it. I mean, apparently that was very popular. I'm sorry, uh, uh, it's F Love featuring David Lee Roth. Sorry. And and apparently, and like somebody said, ha you guys are so dumb. Apparently, it's Triple X Tentacion. Okay. We went this, by the this rapper that authority. Not popular. Here. Yeah. Also, we are very white. Yes, yes. I absolutely. And he's popular. The guy in number one. Yeah, tri- number one tri- I, I know. I'm talking about in here. I'm talking about in here. Oh, in this room. Triple X Tentacion. Uh, I mean, I, I saw online like Kanye West calls, uh, you know, said he was uh, he was inspirational. Inspirational, to him. yeah. Uh, apparently, he was not a great person. No, from no. What I'm reading, known for his uh, rap sheet as much as his rap music. Thank you. Hello. Thanks a lot. Uh, arrest for gun possession. Gun possession, robbery, assault with a deadly weapon, and domestic violence against his girlfriend who is pregnant. Yeah, that's I, I read that, uh, and he was currently waiting to go on trial for that one. Correct. And but guys, he could, he could really, he could do this. Lay down the tracks. I mean, he does this. This right here. We go beyond that, right? I'm sure. Why Beating not? Up a pregnant chick. Yeah. yeah, he could do this. What was it? Triple X Tentacion? Something like that. Some, how would you say it? Can you see there? That's how they say it's pronounced. Okay. X Tentacion? Uh, who knows? All right. All right. 
MTV Movie and TV Awards were last night. We're going to go down every single. Uh, That's not. We're going to. Well, how about all of the acceptance <laughs> speeches? Is that okay? Let's not do that either. Uh, did anybody even know this was on yesterday? One or nope. two hits. Nope. Nope. And no I've idea. said this a million times. Uh, you give me 20 minutes. It'll take again, me all 20 minutes to find that channel on my is, phone or my phone on my TV. This is not meant for us. This is no. meant for the younger kids. Right. But there is a couple of pieces of audio, or actually just the one that I want to uh, play for you. Michael B. Jordan picked up the award for Best Villain. Okay? Best okay. Villain. And he gave us the low-hanging fruit joke of the night. I am, I'm shocked that I, uh, that I won this award for Best Villain. You know, I, I thought for sure Roseanne had that in the bag. You know? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Well, I guess that guy. In the, now, guy one in guy in the front row has got a mic yeah. on. <laughs> That's distinctive left guy. <laughs> He's hilarious. Uh, it he was good in Black Panther. Michael yes. B. Jordan. So winners, so. just a couple of winners real quickly. It, a best on-screen team, Millie Bobby Brown, best performance in a show for Stranger Things, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, best fight scene, Black Panther, best movie, Stranger Things, best show. Uh, Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther, best performance in a movie. Millie Bobby Brown, a best performance in a show. These are the awards where if you if you're there, you get the award. Yeah, like they tell you in advance. Hey, you got, you know, we'd like to give you this award if you show up. Yeah, and it sucked for Millie Bobby Brown. She couldn't go because she like broke her kneecap. But she gave I gave acceptance speeches. Yeah, she did. A, she did a video uh, about bullying or something Both to that effect. And also, best hero. This was kind of cool. Chadwick Boseman uh, won for Black Panther. And right at the podium, when they handed uh, when when he had his award, he handed it over to a real hero, and that was the guy who stopped the Waffle House shooter a couple of months ago. He handed him the award. Which he came there, as, I cool. guess, as his oh, guest nice. or something. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, speaking of Disney, uh, they may have just enjoyed a record-breaking opening weekend uh, with their big movie over there with the uh, Incredibles 2, $180 million in box office receipts. Gosh. Highest highest animated movie opening mm-hmm. ever. Now there's a warning for the movie. If you haven't gone and sees, seen it yet, possible epileptic seizures could happen. Several scenes with uh, the villain. Is it Screen Slayer? I didn't see it. Okay. Or Screen Slaver, maybe one of the two. Using a weapon that involves flashing lights. After the film on Friday, many people were outraged and, of course, went to social media. To any friends who have epilepsy, seizure disorders, or light sensitivity, please be careful if you're seeing Incredibles 2. Doesn't uh, that go for any movie? I was just going to say that. Some yeah. more than other, yeah. others. Have you never seen lights before? Well, of course, like, I mean, I know that sounds Any sort down, of but... action thing, or especially animated like, wouldn't you assume? I, I would mean, assume. If, if you're if susceptible. That, if you suffer from that, you would know that there's a chance that a scene in a movie may have that. Yeah. Coffee's hot and movies flash. Especially in the theater. Well, the Epilepsy Foundation urged Disney on Saturday to issue a warning, and Disney has done that. They sent basically posters to all the movie theaters saying, hey, okay. hang this up because that's there yeah, could be possible good. repercussions. I, mean, I, I don't think there's any issue with that, but I, I would just assume going into that... It's an action adventure. Well, it's usually people that don't have epilepsy or don't have the affliction or, mm-hmm. you know, like epilepsy in this case, that get outraged. Right. Yeah. Either way, the, there was a warning and they were told and, and there's a warning now. So okay. uh, biggest plot line, uh, plot holes in classic Disney movies. I just uh, grabbed four of them real quickly here. And Little Mermaid, you guys are fans of the uh, the movie Little Mermaid? Sure. Okay. Ariel forgets how to write, apparently. She isn't able to talk, remember? Mm-hmm. Why can't she just write stuff down? Great point. Get the paper all wet. 
Good. Yeah, the Point pen to. won't work under underwater. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, where's the Beast uh, age? It's unclear. When he was a human prince, he was around 11 when the witch put the curse on him. We learn that the last petal on the Enchanted Rose will fall on his 21st birthday. And he's been under a spell for about 10 years. But then the portrait of him pre-Beast, he looks like he's about 20. Confusion there. My yeah. favorite my favorite thing with the plot hole on Beauty and the Beast is Chip. The cup that's got the split in it. No, and yeah, when yeah. he transforms back, they make it, oh, his teeth, he's got gap teeth. I love the people that are like... When he transforms back, he's got a chip in it. His head should have a giant wound right in there. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just like a, a hatchet g- wound. A yeah. couple of things real quickly with Cinderella. Slippers, uh, the slipper Stop breaks it. the rules. I almost said it. Yeah, I almost did too. Why didn't the glass slippers disappear with everything else after midnight? Also, if, if it's a perfect fit for her foot, why did it even fall off? Also another great point. Mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians, where the costs would be completely out of control. Why would anyone want to own 100 dogs? Yeah, yeah except for uh, One dog, let alone 100. Real quick, the Beauty and Beast thing, that is such a twisted, condensed version of an unbelievable story. That, that The origin story, there's a podcast, just talking about good podcasts, I think it's called, I want to say it's called Tales. And it goes into all the fairy tale stuff, the original stories, and how dark, because all of them are super dark, mm-hmm. messed up. Oh, yeah, a lot of the Grimm's fairy tales are very dark. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking all the Disney ones are based on these mm-hmm. super dark ones. And the Beauty and the Beast one, it was like a three or four part uh, podcast that I listened to. That is fascinating. If you want to know the origins of that one, that's a good story. I'll take you up on that. Tales. I think it's called Tales. One last thing, possible spoiler alert, just so you know. Rumor has it, Billy D. Williams might be coming back to play Lando. Oh, smooth. Star Wars Episode Nine, And awesome. that comes from a Star Wars fan website, so who knows if that's the truth. Crabby birthdays, Zoe Saldana. Uh, she is... Gamora. That's it, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, she is 40. Macklemore is 35. Dirk Nowitzki is 40. Paula Abdul, 56. Ann Wilson from Heart is 68. And today's Burton birthday of the day. She was Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show. And here's a fun fact about her. The first ever OG cop in the village, people, that was her first husband. Huh. Felicia Rashad uh, is hmm. 70 years young today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Sapphire Ray. And today's birthday girls handle more bones than a paleontologist in 69 fine films, including 19 and Natural. Hmm. In a movie called Way Too Anal for You. <laughs> also in Caution, Your Ass is in Danger. Hot Bods and Tailpipe, Liquid Gold, Volume 9. Oh, no. In a movie called Straight Out of High School, and who could forget her unforgettable role in Double Parked, Volume 3, Two Way Street. Sapphire Ray, 39 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on oh, celebrities. She is filthy, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Not nice. <laughs> what does she look like? I don't know. All right, welcome back. We'll get to our uh, real or fake picks here in a second. So my wife's getting some new kind of treatment for uh, for her Crohn's. So she's got to do these injectable things. Yeah. So literally give herself a shot. Oh. I think every eight weeks. So she just got on this uh, this medication, and uh, they had a nurse come over yesterday to show her exactly what to do. So I I I forgot this this lady was coming over, and there was a little clutter around the house, and she came over just as I was cleaning up after dinner. Because remember, I, I love doing the dishes. Honestly, I love doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. I love Same. doing the dishes and loading up the dishwasher. It's just something that comforts me. Weird. It's like vacuuming. I love it. 
Yeah. It's uh, something that's different than when you showed up there. You know what I mean? Like you you made something different. It's it, a little cleaner. It just, I don't know why it relaxes me. Process. Sometimes I'll put on music. Take off the shirt. Man, I love it. Yeah. So the place was all cluttered up. And the nurse walks in. And I said, oh, my God, I, I, I forgot somebody was coming over. Uh, sorry about the mess. And he's got, she goes, I, I, I never judge people on their houses or the cleanliness. Like, I don't judge. That kind of, that's sort of like yeah, that. Yeah, I forget what her exact phrasing was. Because I, I don't judge. Hmm. And I think to myself, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's also yeah. her way of saying, that's, yeah, I noticed. You that's judged. a lie. <laughs> you, ju- you just judged. Hey, well, listen, it wasn't like, uh, you know, an episode of Hoarders. Right. But it was, you know, maybe we had just gotten back from the lake. Yeah, there's still some st- some, st- some some stuff out. Sure, yeah. You know? I don't judge. Oh, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, don't worry about it. I re- You know what? And not too long ago when I had a repair guy come over to the washer and dryer in the, in the laundry room. And this was actually quite a while ago because we still had cats. And the kitty litter box was in there. And I and it's also the laundry room. It's very small. So I knew the guy was coming over. So I went and picked up a few things, but I didn't do anything with the litter box. And you could smell it. Yeah. And he's in there. Well, and I was like, man, sorry about all the clothes laying around. He goes, ah, actually, it's the cat smell that's really bad. I was like, oh, crap. Oh, I'm sorry. man. That's great. Picked up the box and took it right that's, out. That's that's polite, it's, okay. it's the polite thing to say. Well, you know, she said it. You know, I don't judge. Yeah. I go to a lot of houses. I don't judge. Yeah, you do. See, my reply to make you feel better would have been something like, "Ah, oh, you should see my place. This is nothing compared to my place." No, and place she was very nice. Like I mean, the three the three sentences I you know spoke to her. Right. Have you ever have you ever had somebody you know they come over to your house, they do some work, or or they do something and they make a comment, whether it be your car or whatever. The reason that this pops in my head is when I went and got my oil changed. The lady that was in the lane next to us, she was like, "My car's filthy. I'm so sorry." And the guy said. Oh, we've seen a lot worse. And I happened to give like a little peeksie. And dude. It was they, terrible. If they've seen a lot worse, then my God. They, she was having a beanie baby convention in the backseat. Oh, well, oh. you got to have up, those somewhere. Up front was the smoking section at a bar because the ashtray was literally spilling out. Oh, listen. I've like, seen- so when she shifts, when she like puts her car from park to drive, like c- cigarette buds fall to the ground. Oh, I've, seen cars. I've seen cars where garbage is piled up in the back. And in the passenger seat, yeah. where there's just literally room for the driver, mm. where it's garbage. I mean, in the car, like piled up to mid window. Yeah, and, and and I'll never forget the guy. Like you know, he said one of those things, like "Oh, we've seen worse." And then he got in the car, and I looked directly at his eyes, and I read his brain, and he said, "We have not seen worse. This is the worst thing <laughs> well, I've I'm, ever dealt with." I'm, I'm clearly breathing out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst thing we've but ever it's dealt with. The, it's the polite thing for her to say when you you know when you walk into somebody's house. Yeah. Uh, and let's be honest. My point being is that we all judge. We all judge. You walk into somebody's house. You of course you scan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look around. Oh yeah. I'm judging. We're all judging. Yeah. What What's worse? Honestly, what's worse? Somebody silently judging and going, Ah man, come on, I've seen worse. Or somebody going. And like bringing something to your attention. Is it based on the level of friendship? So that woman that comes over, or even Jeff's scenario where he's at the litter box and he goes, ah, sorry about everything everywhere. And the guy goes, ah, it's the cat smell that's killing me. And then you feel like a jerk. You're like, damn it. But at least he was honest with you. Yeah. 
Or is it the person that goes, I ah, know I'm fine. I don't and know. then goes home to his wife and goes, you should have seen the cat well, that's lady what that I was doing, working with. And that's what everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does that. Everybody goes into a house and judges. When you run into somebody at a grocery store, do you not look in their cart? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> of course you do. For of course sure. you do. Of course you do. I don't think I've ever done that, man. Uh, I think do maybe... What? If you run into somebody at the store and you, you, said, you look into their cart. Oh, that happened to yeah. me yesterday. Well, well, he says you I don't, don't think I, have I think ever subconsciously you do it and you don't realize it. You know, no. I think subconsciously I avoid everyone in the grocery store and therefore I don't think yes, I've ever that been is, in this scenario. That is that is true. <laughs> uh, I ran into uh, somebody we, we used to work with at the grocery store a couple weeks ago. I looked in her cart immediately. Yeah. Man, Did you and really? I think I got caught doing it. You know like the person too that is annoying <laughs> in the parking lot? Like the lady that is just in your way in the parking lot, and then you go inside and you run into her. I definitely look at her cart, and I'm like, "That's exactly what you'd be eating." Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. It happened to me yesterday. I, I, in the line, and this was, God love her. This was a woman that clearly, clearly had no idea what was happening. As I was being checked out, she's scanning the items, and immediately when I walked up there, you know, if you walk up to a, a register, you would think somebody would go, "Hey, you find everything all right?" Or, "Hey, good afternoon." I walked up to the register and she went and she said, You look like a guy I'm talking to online. <laughs> and that was that was her laugh. And I was like, I go, I go, I go, not me. And she goes, He's got a son and I've got a daughter. <laughs> and I was like, you should probably keep it online. I went I went yeah. I went, Oh, oh, okay. And she goes, He asked me if it was a deal breaker. <laughs> No, that is. I'm like, like, have you mentioned the yeah, yeah, yeah yet in your profile? And as she's scanning things, like she grabs one of the items and she goes, "Is this any good?" (laughs) I'm like, "That's not even like like supposed to be a joke." And now I'm like, "I don't know. I'm gonna try it for the first time." And now I'm having this odd conversation where I'm like, "All I want to spend is my thirty six dollars and get the hells out of here." Do you find it uncomfortable when you when you're at the checkout line, they're scanning you, and they go? I guess we're making tacos tonight. <laughs> oh, dude, that's the worst. And it is the absolute worst. Yeah. and, and If just, anybody from Schnooks is listening, I don't like it. Stop it, whatever I, it you're doing. Be, you yeah. sh- it should be a new policy. I told you, it just Let's happened. Let's not comment on the food that I that I bought. It just happened to me the other day. I, I forgot what I was getting, but I, th- I think it was mostly like fruit, vegetables, and a whole bunch of uh, toilet paper, champagne no. and some wine and some other things. No, it wasn't toilet paper because I needed that. And wow, someone's got to go. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and getting it, toilet paper. Oh, got the poopies. Anytime I buy alcohol, it's it's for a long term. Usually, you know, I'm filling up a wine thing or something just to have a few months worth of it. And the, the, every single time, it's having a party tonight. Looks like it's gonna be funny yeah, here. I like, I like this I like, too. Shut up. No, man. I'm just getting this to terrible. make a Molotov cocktail. Sorry, I like this too. This is this is my favorite. So you go and they, they got the ten for ten. And they go, oh, Propel Water's on sale for 10 for 10. So you get 10 of them, and then you get up there, and they go, ha, somebody's thirsty. <laughs> I'm not going to drink these all at once. <laughs> well, there I got one I, or I 10. I I told you, when I worked at the grocery <laughs> store, when I worked at the grocery store, and I was a cashier, some guy had like 10 bottles of Jergens lotion. Oh, no. yes. Oh, yeah. And I said, party tonight. <laughs> Did not find it amusing. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, Somebody's having a party tonight. <laughs> Woo! That is great. Guess yeah, we dude. won't be seeing you for a while. Somebody's having tacos tonight, huh? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> you get you get like you know they got a sale on Lena's and you stock up with eight of them. <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody likes them some pizza. You better do. <laughs> I wish I wish I I should have recorded. I felt bad, but I should have recorded because I mean, and it was to the point where like as as so I bought the kids like this little like microwavable thing, and she goes. My mom says when you cook those, they don't really turn out the way they should in the oven. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God. for the love of Christ, this when is the will, longest thing ever. When will this end? <laughs> should have went to self-checkout. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. why I go when I can. Yeah. I go to self-checkout when I can. Yeah. But my, my point with that nurse is, of course you're judging. Yeah. When we walk into somebody's house, when we go into somebody's car, when we see what they have in their grocery cart, yeah, in their buggy, as they call it in Australia, <laughs> we're judging. We always judge. I'm rifling through your sock drawer. So let's stop lying, saying. okay? <laughs> yeah, when Jeff's sifting through your panty drawer. Oh, I'm judgy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's make our real or fake picks. Boobs go bouncy when you dance Worthy of a second glance If you think your boobs just get in the way You are wrong Boobs are great I wanna grab them I wanna shake them I wanna knock knock Because boobs I wanna squeeze them I wanna slap them I wanna punch them Because boobs Aww, come on Bring them back Boobs Guys, stop making fun of that person. Somebody in the chat room's blowing me up right now. <laughs> Says the guy who had to get surgery to keep himself from killing himself with burgers has jokes about neurological disorders. I said, I'll make it changes my life. You're always gonna be a piece of ish. So shut your mouth. Oh, wow. Damn. Wow. Yeah. All right. Be aggressive. Let's be, settle be down, everybody. Let's oh, I'll be down. aggressive with that, dude. Let's settle down, guys. Time to make a real or fake picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. All right, so I know uh, two of you guys were walking when we did the real or fake results. One of you was in Montana. I heard there were things to rejoice about. Uh, well, King Scott where? was locked out. I did not hear anything about You rejoicing. were locked out. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us got three points. So here's how the standings are. Going into week number six, myself and Patrico and Moon, we have 12 points. Jeff, nine points. King Scott, six points. Hmm. This seems like I'm down by half. Uh, also, just a programming note here, we will have an announcement shortly on the 24-hour lock-in punishment, which was two punishments ago. Supposed to be at the Waffle House, new location. You know, sometimes working with these corporate entities... It's a lot tougher than it should be, first of all, but we got something cool coming up. Uh, the punishment for this competition, it's a two-song set stripping, stripping down to thong at Scarlet's Cabaret in, uh, is that Brooklyn? I believe so, yeah. Brooklyn yeah, I, th I think, yeah. Winner gets to pick the two songs. 
All right, so let's make our picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. A description of photo number one, please. Photo number one. Wait, 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 wait. Before we even get this started, I got to say, and I know we say this often because it is such a difficult competition. This collection is my most difficult ever in in history of of the competition. As far as a collection of where do I lock? What do I say about this? I don't have a clue. This this is the most difficult round. It's tough. In the competition for me. Well, let's do this. On with the chlorophyll. Photo number one. Honestly, I think this might be one of my favorite pictures of all time when it comes to real or fake. 100%. 100%. This is incredible. I don't. Is is this a tank top that she's pulling well, down? Well, it is Tuesday. I do not. Good I point. do not care what's happening in this photo. I just love it. And uh, large breasts on display, black large bra with a bow up front. Yep. <laughs> yep. He just snapped at the finger. Uh, All right. Finger. <laughs> I'll, uh, the I'll cast the first uh, the first picks on this one. Uh, I'll go real. Real for photo number one. This was tough. Man, this all was, three of these are tough I, for me. I this one's definitely you, tough. I, yeah, I guarantee you we're going to be all over the this place. This was tough. Tones. Uh, I went fake here. <sighs> Not a bad pick. Mm-mm. I love how he goes, man, this was tough. I say fake. He goes, oof. <laughs> Just, that's the if natural reaction. If everybody else went fake on these, I would not yeah. be surprised. Moon. Uh, I'm with Tony. Favorites maybe of all time. Good for her. I also went fake. But I was 51 to 49% there. Jeff? I went real. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Not feeling good. King Scott? I went fake. And that's not good for us. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. So myself and uh, Jeff, real. Photo number one. I was the same way. 51% 51% to 49%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a... Man. This is yeah, a good I, for her either way. Tough. All right, photo number two. Photo number two, this lovely lady. Another great picture. She, yep, she has pulled down her tank top. She has got a snow leopard bra on. Uh, her nails are done nice. She does have the uh, the ring finger, a different color than the others. We can see a little bit of a tattoo there. This is a weird angle of this photo. Like, it seems or maybe it's just the way that it was uploaded. It seems elongated. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a bit stretched out, but uh, yeah, this is a, this is another I great photo. I pressing down. You think so? Oh, yeah, no, I think no, no, no. so. I can't tell. There's a lot of space underneath those fingers. Check that out. There's a lot. I don't know. She may be pressing down. I just can't tell. She may also not be. <laughs> she may just be going, uh, my you're t- boobs? You're taking Are my great? picture? <gasps> you just can't tell. King Scott? Well, I did the back and forth on this one and ended up with fake. Hey. Eeny, meeny, miny. Eeny, meeny, miny, fake. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff. I went uh, real. And I didn't really go back and forth as much as I just stared and went, <sighs> <laughs> Moon? Uh, good for her, man. I went real. Dang it. Tones? I've also gone real here. And I've gone real as well. You're but this good. is what you need. Scott, you need to make yes, these moves. this worked you out great last moves. week. And uh, finally, photo number three. Photo number three, another fantastic mm-hmm. set of cans. Uh, there's so here's what's tough with this is there's I like, like the skirt. There there is a skirt. There's also like a lace tank top going on, and there's a bra underneath that. Um, so we can't see a whole lot what's going on. Is there it's, a bra underneath that? Oh, yes, 100%. Yeah, at first I thought it wasn't, but, but it's yo no, it's pink with a look, black outline. Look at this. Bra, bra. Oh, okay. So you can see the top of her cleave. 
Yeah. You see, see, like underneath the lace. You're talking here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's tough because you could, if oh, there was like no nude. lace, it's almost a nude color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was no lace there, we could see a lot more of what the breasts are doing. Mm, yeah. But we can't. And what the breasts have going on? Yeah, yeah. these are these are doing what's kicking there. in there. These are I tight. Know in there. What they're doing. Back they're tight. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, moon. Man, I went. Uh, I went back and forth on this one. Almost as much as the first one, I ended up with uh, Good For Her. Real. Okay. Jeff? Uh, real. Tones? Real. King Scott? I went to real. And I went real as well. For photo number three. Okay. Comes down to our locks. Our most confident picks. Two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you are wrong, regardless of your other picks. Said King Scott, confident. we begin with you. You are lock of the week. All right. I made a mistake. You said most confident. Um, <laughs> I'll do number one then, and that was my lock. The uh, Jeff Burton. Locked in at fake. <laughs> Should marry Scott. For photo number one. No, did you go fake number one? Yes, he did. Oh, wow. Yes, he did. Lock wow. Locking in on a fake. Is that dangerous? Usually. Okay. If history, if history were to tell us, it's good to know. See, what? I'm learning the wrong way. Don't tell him things. What? Let him find out how for, for, for. He's gonna find out on Friday. He let, already let him it figure in. out his own strategy. He already wrote it in. It already. It's uh, the die has been cast. You know, my strategies have not. Uh, I'm talking about helped. this week. Jeff, your lock of the week. I locked in on number three as real. Okay. Moon, you're locked. Strategically, I locked real number two, thinking that most people would lock there. So far, I've been wrong. Tones. Real. Number two. Okay. You and me, buddy. I to I. Now, I thought most people were going to lock in at number two as well. That's why I locked there at number two. Plus, it really was my most confident pick. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Of all of them... Has has, yeah, has there too. ever been locking in at number two is my most confident pick too. <laughs> has there you ever been what? What did I misspeak? Where they've gone in from the top? No, you can do it from under underarm. Somebody said in the chat room they go, ah, oh, well number two is clearly blocking their scar. They're covering up their oh, scar no, with their hands. No, no, nah, no, 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 no. They don't go from that way. Yeah, not at all. First of all, they're real. That's no, what I are voted fake. for. <laughs> yeah, there is no scar. They're real. All right, make your picks, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Thank you, ladies, for your your pictures. Y'all look great. And uh, we'll have the results Friday before we get out of here. I was just on our, what is it, Instagram page, watching the video of the intro to the show where I found out today was Tank Top Tuesday. Everybody knew except for me. Tank Top Tuesday. Even King Scott knew. And I'm disappointed. You didn't tell me. Of all people, King Scott. <laughs> what would God say? Don't Judas. make him feel bad about Judas. that. Judas. <laughs> Judas, get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all look great. <laughs> yeah, check out our Instagram page to uh, watch my reaction. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So before you start with the Big Brother stuff here, keep in mind that, that most of us already give this info up voluntarily. And this could actually save a lot of lives. 
So yesterday, Apple announced a new feature coming to all iPhones later on this year. That's going to tell 911 your exact location if you call and need help. I thought this was a thing already. I thought they could already tell your location. They couldn't? I thought that was the thing, like stay on the line. Apparently, they, they could not. Most people don't know this, but 911 has never been able to see where you're at. They've never been able to use your your cell phone to pinpoint exactly where you are like they would a landline. Hmm. They only see cell towers, the cell tower you're closest to, which gives them a general area. And that area is usually hundreds of yards wide. And that's a problem because about 80% of 911 calls are now made from cell phones. Which again, I, I interesting you number. 80, 80%? I would think that would be uh would be higher. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, I just I guess maybe because it's a landline. Like if you call, well if you call from your cell phone and accidentally hang up, they call you right back. So they at least have your number and they can't trace, they can't track you. No, as I said, they only know the cell tower. That's weird. Cuz you go your phone yeah. to the mm. cell tower and that's it. And that's So I guess they like that's why they like go well, general we pinged him here. Yeah, your cell phone got pinged at this cell, cell tower. And uh, listen, callers aren't always able to communicate their location. Either because they can't talk or or don't maybe they don't know exactly where they are. And this new feature can help even if you do know where you are. Because if they immediately know your location, they could get you help faster. And obviously phones already have the capability to make all that happen. Most of us let companies like Uber track our location all the time. And I, I don't know if you're going to get to this or not, but apparently, did you say with a home phone? Yeah. Yeah. like the, Landlines, since, they, that's since, fine. They yeah. already know. Like, they could tell exactly where you are. For the longest yeah. time, that was the justification of still having a landline. For, for not necessarily for that's me. That's my but, mom was always like, you need a landline just in case of an emergency. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the amount of times, honestly, the the phone rings, the landline rings per month is probably one or two, and I'm not even sure where the headsets are anymore. <laughs> That's honestly got truth. But here's the thing: the 911 response system hasn't had hasn't had a major overhaul in 50 years. So Apple is now extending the GPS capability to dispatchers. And if you don't if you don't want them knowing your location, there will be an option in your settings. To turn nine one one tracking off. Hmm. Just more info for Dick Cheney on that server farm out there in Omaha. Got, got all the luggage with him. Get it nine one one. Nine eleven. The luggage. All makes sense now. You try and tell Dick Cheney that he's wrong. I dare you. It's coming in crystal clear. <laughs> the accent with the line, it all makes sense now. <laughs> it's maybe the most, most fitting uh, and just brilliant line. You think it's just a cell phone towers to ping you? So does your microwave. Ping, ping, ping. Gotcha. All makes sense now. Speak louder into that Amazon Echo you got. Well, I'm on that. I'm on that, that train. Dick Cheney's listening. Dick Cheney coming at you, Amazon Alexa. I don't even I don't even say Alexa anymore. I say Dick. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Cheney. How old is Angela Lansbury? I know you know your answers. 
How old is Angela Lansbury? The hell? How old is I don't know. Dick, give me the weather. <laughs> Dick. In the server farm, it's nice and cool. It's a cool 56 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> it does get a bit balmy with all this luggage from the plains. Boy, this is one hell of a car theft chain reaction right here. So a woman in uh, Michigan had her Lexus stolen last week. So she got herself a rental car as the police investigated. And the next day she was driving in a rental when she saw her Lexus parked at a convenience store. So she pulled into the parking lot and hopped into her car to steal it back. I'm not sure if she had a spare key or what. But it turns out the person who stole her car was an 18-year-old named uh, Jason Porter. And when he got out of the convenience store and saw the woman stealing back her stolen Lexus, he responded by stealing her rental car. (laughs) Oh, so everyone's happy. (laughs) Except for Enterprise and Dick Cheney, who owns Enterprise. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) (laughs) So the cops finally tracked him down and the stolen rental about uh, 85 miles away. He's been charged with unlawfully driving away a motor vehicle and carjacking. And the woman, surprise, surprise, will not be facing any charges for stealing back her Lexus. Mm. Speaking of stealing, last month, a 28-year-old guy visited the Body Worlds uh, exhibit in Auckland, New Zealand. Remember that was here? Oh, yeah. Many years ago. Yep. Over at the Science Center. Fascinating. Did you go to that? I did not. I remember you guys were talking about it. I did not end up going. There. I thought it was incredible. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, Body Worlds. It was. It was very interesting. And to know that those were real bodies. Yeah. How long ago was that? Look that up. That old, oh man. That was years ago. Oh five. I remember going. That's what testicles look like. What was it called? Body Worlds. Honestly, body Worlds. I was like, that's what they look like. So the Body Worlds exhibit is in Auckland, New Zealand, and a guy made off with uh, two human toes that he plucked from a corpse. It's a very big Lebowski. When was that? 2011. Oh, that was that, that recent, huh? Body Worlds exhibit at St. Louis Science Center, June 9th, 2011 is when it made its huh. debut. Huh. You need a toe? I can get you a toe. Well, this guy got two toes. That can't be good Tommy, for the karma. Tommy Two Toes? And this guy is uh, facing seven years in prison for, quote, interfering with a dead body. He'll be in court on July 2nd. Do we know, was it, were they big toes? Or there something say in the middle? What, didn't say what toe. If it's a small toe, I mean. You would think if, if you were going to steal a toe, toe, you'd have to go from the outside in because the middle ones would be harder to get to. You know, just rip one yeah, off Yeah, he just got to rip outside. one off. Well, remember, remember the whole controversy with this, with this body worlds thing, aside from them being real bodies? It was them thinking they were like uh, Chinese prisoners. Like hmm? prisoners from China. Oh, you mean the bodies themselves? The bodies oh, themselves. Really? Wow. Like that was yeah, rather than part of the controversy. Specific donations. Yeah, ra- rather than people donating their own bodies, they were like political prisoners from right. China. You know, my mother, when we went through it, it, she wants to donate her body to science regardless. But I, if I remember this right, when we went through it, she, she actually was kind of like, I think I might be interested in donating my body to this. Really? Yeah. Your mother's a, a religious woman, isn't she? Yeah. I'm su- I'm surprised. Oh, no. She's super... Oh, what do you say? Uh, I mean, both of my parents are an interesting balance between 
fundamental religion and um, science. I mean, my dad was a science and physics teacher and all that kind of stuff, but a, a very fundamental hmm. Christian at the same time, which I know sometimes people think they conflict. Well, because the afterlife plays a lot into into religion yeah. and what you do with your body. Right. But my parents are both uh, very much of the mindset of uh, the pursuit of truth. And science plays such a major part in that. Obviously, that's what the basis of science is. And they feel the same way in biology. And my mother would like to see advances in Alzheimer's in particular and a few other things. And she's like, the more we study these people's brains and the more we study these bodies, the better off but our future generations. Donating your body to that body worlds exhibit seems a little not sciencey. Right. I'm saying she's. It's more artsy than it is sciencey. I'm going to put you on tour. And, and, I, yeah. and I do, and I do she get what, he, what he's merch saying. Tent, though. I do understand what he's saying by saying like, "Oh, that's surprising because your mom is so religious." Yeah, well, because that is like right. I know with the burial, it is the, it is it is a hundred percent against everything they say. Would you, if if your uh, if your parent donated no, no, their no, body to that body worlds, would you go see it? Sure, I think I would too. I think that'd be pretty well, fascinating. I, of course, I would. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. I, I think know, I man. would. Yeah, the more we learn about this stuff, the the yeah, less weird it becomes. And there are scientists that do that, not you know. Oh, they Joe got my Schmo dad going they, to the going to the science museum. Oh, my, yeah, my dad's in room this. three. Let's they go got my dad throwing a football. He's never thrown a football before ever. Like, <laughs> is that I'm, I'm not cool with that. the guy pushing a wheelbarrow full of cement. Oh, that's yeah. John Patrico. Like, see, I'm not cool with that. But see, this is what I'm saying. I think yes, this is an artistic display to to the majority of the. Well, it teaches about the body, yes. But, and I think it also has helped a tremendous amount. With uh, taking the the ew and the the taboo off of that kind of stuff and putting more of a just a very practical focus on the biology of us. Sure. Yeah, I could open up a book and I could look <laughs> on the internet. But no, I th- I think I I'm I'm telling you, I think a, a person of a, a certain age seeing that it may actually influence them and take the sheen and the weirdness uh, off of that. I would think if I was going to donate my body to something like an actual scientist, yeah, you know, at a university. Yeah, but I'm saying you're. I'm just reacting to what you said. Like, ah, I'm going to leave it to the scientists to, to be all into the bodies and all that kind of stuff. I'm saying maybe this artistic display would actually kind of influence a young, maybe a, a teenager. Scientists. That's exactly what I'm saying. Could maybe, be a future Albert Einstein walking through there. Who knows? And had they not seen that and taken the ew out of it or whatever, maybe they hadn't gone into the medical profession or, or something. And maybe, maybe that's the person that cures cancer. Could be. I don't know. That'd be great. I just thought it was really, really cool that there was so many people just fascinated about real... Wasn't there like a room where minors couldn't go into? It was, uh, it was abortions. Oh, it was I thought it was birthing. It was abortions. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? It was like abortions. I don't know if oh. it was abortions. It was... It was it was babies. Unborn babies. All, ah, I, all I remember... I knew it was something with babies. I remember that. I, I didn't go to the, to the display, but all I remember is the guy doing the bicycle kick with the soccer ball. That's all I remember from like all the all the ads they had for it, and like when they sent all the news junkets down there to do li- their little you know like mm-hmm. piece on it. All I remember is that guy doing a bicycle kick, and I'm like, what if this guy didn't even play soccer? And they're like, oh, that's uh, how he died. Actually, <laughs> they're like, this guy was <laughs> an accountant in New Jersey, and it was even worse. He hit the goalpost with it. Oh boy, son of a. He's bitch. an accountant in New Jersey, and they're like, hey, this guy's the perfect fit for the bicycle kick. Go ahead, prop him <laughs> Get up. Get the bicycle box out here. He's gonna fit. <laughs> Get the ball. Did you did you go into the babies thing? Yeah. I thought that was fascinating too, I th- and I thought that was extremely educational to to see. The whole thing was it was a lot of oohs and ahs. Yeah, Ooh, it really ah. was. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What did you do more of oohs or ahs? A lot of ahs. Uh, me too. I'm more of an ah guy. Yeah, All right, I want you to explain how this was pulled off because I don't understand this scam. 
But what a scam this was. And Patrico, you may know a little more about this than I. Okay. Being a criminal, yeah. Yeah. The scammer you are. Yes, yes. So this 23-year-old guy, he's accused of making fraudulent returns at more than 1,000 Walmarts across the country. And he was arrested last week, and he made $1.3 million worth of fake returns at Walmarts. And he was busted when he tried to return a computer at a Walmart in Yuma, Arizona. And the store reported it appeared he had taken parts out of a machine or out of this computer machine before making the return. So is he buying the computer, dis- taking I'm, some of the parts could, out, and then returning it? Yeah, I can totally. I, I and get he's it right selling away. the parts. So what he's doing is he goes and he gets the computer. Okay, he gets a laptop, or he get let's just say a desktop, even even easier. Gets a desktop, takes it home, pulls out the CD-ROM drive, pulls out the hard drive, pulls out everything basically inside of the computer. Puts the tower back together, like puts the case back on the tower, mm-hmm. puts it back in the box, goes, returns it, gets his full money back, then takes the parts he took out, sells them online. Is that what he was doing? I, I can imagine. That's what I thought. Sounds about right. So he's basically gutting these computers, leaving them as selling, shells, selling and then components. returning them. So not only does he does he get his money back, so he's at zero, but everything he sells from every computer he does well, this to, gravy. it's yeah. just making money. Okay, so they found this guy had done similar stuff at at a thousand stores, over a thousand stores across the U.S. for the last eighteen months. Wow! And he made one point three million dollars doing it. Hell of a scam! They say how? Yeah. How we got busted? Yeah, the the Walmart and Yuma was like, hey, not every part that we sold you was here. Oh, so somebody checked finally. I just I'm, the the part that I'm having trouble with is. How he did it so often to make $1.3 million. Because if you gut a desktop computer and then you sell the parts, you can maybe get a couple hundred bucks out of it. So this means that this kid did this yeah, for a, a long like a thousand ass stores, time. More than a thousand stores over 18 months. Mm. See, that, that's still crazy, though. That, that, that's, that number still doesn't add up to me. But I guess if you go in and you buy four computers and you go under the guise of, I'm setting up an office. And then you get there and you go back and go, ah, it wasn't compatible or business folded. Burp, take it back. Maybe. Mm. That's crazy, man. $1.3 million? Yeah, that's, that's insane. 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 The biggest question I had is what the hell is he doing in Yuma because that place sucks. <laughs> well, he was just going around to various cities. Yeah, but that makes sense. He, that was his, his last Walmart in the country. Last stand in Yuma. <laughs> that's the name of your book, isn't it? Last, last stand, stand in Yuma. In Yuma. Yeah. Uh, and that's your news brought to you by GMT Auto Sales West in O'Fallon, Missouri. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals, a little extra baseball yesterday. Uh, took it to the 10th, tied at four. Tommy Pham hit a home run, five to four Cardinals. And then the Phillies answered with a walk-off two-run double for the 6-5 to win. Tonight, Cardinals and Phillies game two of that series. Luke Weaver gets a 6-0-5 first pitch start. Barry Trotz out as head coach in Washington less than two weeks after the NHL team won their first ever Stanley Cup finals. Now, 
That, was a, a, that was a full sentence, by the way. Barry trots out. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's out on his own accord. He says that the team and him cannot come to an agreement when it comes to uh, salary and contract length. So he basically said he is stepping away, and we'll see what happens as far as his uh, future in coaching. Yesterday's World Cup matches, Sweden beat South Korea. Belgium won over Panama. England gets the win over Tunisia in injury time. And uh, today, Japan just beat Colombia. Poland currently playing Senegal. Oh, wow. And uh, host country, Russia. Japan beat Colombia? Mm, two to one. Good on them. Wow. Two to one. Yep, sure did. I believe there was a penalty shot involved there. Oh, really? I what? didn't believe so. I think I just saw highlights of it. Yeah. Yep. What uh, did, you didn't mention the American score? Uh, yeah, they are going to be... Uh, they, they played FIFA, and they won oh. in uh, FIFA for Xbox. <laughs> tournament. I wish I could see some of this. I can't see anything because I don't have a channel. It's so annoying. You don't have Fox? I mean, I have Fox, but they only play one game a day if you're lucky, and the other ones are on the FS1. Uh, despite two arrests in a nine-month span, New York Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson does not expect to be suspended in the NFL. He says, quote, I hope not. <laughs> That's a great game plan. When, <laughs> when asked at minicamp last week when he was talking about his off-the-field issues, he said, I don't think I'm going to get suspended. Here's what he's facing charges for. I don't for. think I'm going to get you pregnant. Don't worry. Yeah. Reckless driving, <laughs> which is a misdemeanor, and also sexual assault. And this is what's even crazier is that he was the guy, we've talked about this, he was the guy that threatened to do things to the arresting officer's wife. Oh. Remember that story? Yeah, they love that. Now, charges were dropped. And his next court date for the actual, uh, the reckless driving is July 19th. But he also had a resisting arrest charge from May of 2017. That was dropped. By rule, the league has the power to suspend a player even if he is not convicted. So even if this guy is not convicted of anything, they can still suspend him. But we'll have to see. I do have a uh, statement from his. Uh, I think this is from his agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop breaking the law! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, um, you mentioned this earlier. Uh, St. Louis Blues color commentary guy that does uh, radio broadcast, Kelly Chase. He is stepping away from the radio side of things. And uh, uh, they have not made an announcement as far as who will be replacing him in the in the booth well, or on the ice. Start doing Pamper Chef. <laughs> no, stop. I, that's <laughs> by the way, that's unconfirmed. We, was his new job officially announced? It. Was his new job officially I announced? I know he's doing something with the front office. Yeah, yeah they, I don't know. they said like uh, communications and. Uh, uh, business, outreach. something about business yeah, outreach, uh, outreach program. Yeah, and so he, he's doing he, some real estate stuff. Yeah. From, from 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 what I hear, it's like um, basic. You've seen the videos. If you've gone to the games, you've seen the videos that he's very involved with, like the blind St. Louis Blues hockey team, uh-huh. um, with the St. Louis Blues special team. Like he's very involved in that. I think it's going to be more of that type of stuff, and he's going to solely focus on that. The post dispatch so. says he will uh, remain connected to the team via a role in business and community development. Yep. So, so, yeah, that's pretty much spot on what he's going to be doing, which is great. He's perfect for that job. But, again, no word on who is going to uh, fill in his shoes as far as on the bench or so in the booth. So, he's going to be Kirby. around. He's going to be a representative for the Blues when they do community yep. events. Yeah, dude. And, and any event like that, the MAC and things like that, if you need somebody to bring the house down with a it's speech, him. he is this generation's Jack Buck. Yeah, he's fantastic. Say it right now. Yep. Um, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. So, it's not Pampered Chef. I don't we know that for a fact. Maybe Amway, though. We'll check. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right.
and home stretch, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrity. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Yeah, mark it down. I coined the phrase Grand Davidson. They've already got like the. It. What's that? I don't know if I like <laughs> it. It's because it's new. You wait, you wait. I'll get used to it. Wait until Nancy O'Dell starts using it. Uh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, they've already done the permanent tattoos. They've already gotten engaged really, really quickly. I wonder quickly. if they've uh, had sex. I don't. Well, they're not married. Mm, you're right. They're just engaged. Uh, they've moved in together. They've gotten more tattoos. They went furniture shopping. And now Ariana Grande has included Pete Davidson in her new album. Oh. There is an interlude on her upcoming album, which is called Sweetener, by the way. And she has decided to name the interlude Pete. So okay. isn't that just the cutest nice. thing? When one of her followers uh, asked her why, she said, "The truth is, I've been through the, I've been the f through it, and life's too short to be cryptic and stuff oh, about man. something as beautiful as the love I'm in." So, Pete, it is. Could have just said, "I've been through it," but I've been to the, I've been the f through it. I've been effing through this. Do you know, stuff. do you effing understand what I effing go through? I don't know. I don't effing know. I effing Pete for life. For effing life. Pete is my effing savior. Uh, social media F-bombs, aren't they the best? All right, what TV show about 25 years ago it premiered this year? Maybe if you hear the theme music, you might grab it. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing. You know this song, this uh, the song, this uh, theme song. Is that Tetsy? No, no, no. It's a great. I watch a show. Buzz and buddies. Same era. No, later than that. Oh, it's the nanny. Nope. The nanny. Well done, by the way. Uh, well, the nanny might get a revival. Well, Nobody's talking about nobody, it except for Fran Drescher, nobody's by the asking way. about it or for it. <laughs> Fran Drescher is. She's saying, excuse me, I'm available. Uh, there is talk about what's going to replace on CBS the canceled uh, Roseanne reboot. And then after the reboot, if the reboot gets canceled because it's going to be horrible, maybe. Somebody asked her and she said, quote, I'm not mad at that suggestion. I mean, I'm waiting to get the call. She has the time, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they so should was, just redo Wings. What was her character oh, name yeah, in, wings. in Spinal Tap? Yeah, I don't know. That one I do not know. Moon, do you remember? Fran? What was her name? What was her character's name? She was the publicist. Oh, I remember it. It was, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I got it. Oh, okay, I got it. You're going to, as it, soon as you hear it. it you, when you know, when I tell you, you're going to kill it's, yourself. Here's a clue. It's a dude's name. Bobby Fleckman. Oh, my gosh. That's right. B-O-B-B-I. Bobby Fleckman. You, they reboot the nanny. You'll check out one episode, right? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, the, oh, and the, and the chick from the nanny went on to uh, be in a Californication. That's right. Which which one? With her boobays out. What about the she dude? She was the one uh, that that stole the book idea at, the, at like the first no season. No way. Yeah. Not the uh, not the dad. What about the kid? The young the young kid. Yeah, little it, blonde. Didn't he, didn't he do something? Like we didn't get arrested or something? Or was that every other child star? <laughs> <laughs> Madeline Zima. Pretty much all of them. Yeah. yeah. She's a good one. 
Uh, the National Comedy Museum is finally becoming a reality. It is preparing to open up to the public August the 1st. This museum, you guys can have your, uh, besides the Hockey Hall of Fame, you guys can have all your Hall of Fames with the sports. This museum is going to have artifacts from... Just to name a few, Bob Hope, Phyllis Diller, Charlie Chaplin, Mary Tyler Moore, Richard Pryor, Lily Tomlin, Rodney Dangerfield, although it says Rodney Danger here, Johnny Carson, (laughs) and uh, George Carlin. It's also going to have items from shows and movies like Seinfeld, SNL, 30 Rock, Ghostbusters, Friends, and a whole bunch more. There's, quote, eight more individuals who are in talks to donate items to this thing. So if your favorite older comedian isn't on the list, still a chance that you're going to see some uh, notebooks or whatever from current guys. There's going to be a five-day celebration in August to kick it off featuring Amy Poehler, Lily Tomlin, and an SNL reunion that has Dan Aykroyd, Lorraine Newman, and Garrett Morris all together. Together on that one. So if you're a fan of comedy, it's all going to be in one place. Boy, man, remember her and Californication. I'm still looking up pictures here. Madeline <laughs> Zima. Sure, you haven't heard a word I've said, have you? Well, there's going to be comedy museum. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I could hey. And uh, they, they're stuffing Rodney Dangerfield and putting him in there, That's right? Exactly. Two, that was exactly what I said. Two incredible things about the kid from the nanny. A, he was the announcer in the Mighty Ducks three. Okay. Okay. Incredible. And, and number two, <laughs> Moon, he did not get arrested. He did not get in trouble. He is currently the vice president of operations at Universal Studios Hollywood. What? Shut the front door. How about that? <laughs> vice president of operations. You're lying, aren't you? See if you no. Contact, oh get us a fast I, pass. Swear, I swear to you. <laughs> Can you get us a fast pass? He went from the nanny to... Parks. Mm-hmm. Also on the blog, check this out. Kristen Bell, a new movie with Kelsey Grammer. It looks like a cheesy, you know, romantic comedy thing. Uh, but Seth Rogen is in it as well. And Kristen Bell, damn. It's called uh, Like Father. Premieres on Netflix August the 3rd. And you can check out the trailer on Me the blog. Netflix. Netflix. Real quick. Remember how earlier I said that Mike Hoffman was traded from the Senators to the Sharks because the girlfriend and the wife sure, fighting yeah. with uh, Carlson? Yeah. Uh, he has been traded from the Sharks to the Florida Panthers. Oh, so he traded twice in a day, huh? And, yep, in like less than a half hour. Bye. It's the Rizzuto Show. Love that right now. Right now. Hot belly right now. And I have that option because we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. Donnie Fandango is in next. Make sure you check out the blog and the podcast at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Thank you, King Scott. Moon, what do we got? Uh, Video game addiction is now officially a mental health condition. Uh, The top three spots, your boss doesn't want you to get a tattoo. And no, that's not, you know, spots to get a tattoo. It's spots on the body. Right. And we can all guess as to where you're not going to want that if you're a boss. iPhone's finally able to to tell uh, uh, 911 exactly where you are. Uh, We had... um, the, uh, the voting for the real or fake, that's up there. And we put a little link up to the terrible ways to die list because we covered number 21 today out of, what it was Malaysia? Indonesia. Or Indonesia, yeah. And it was a video. To first, go, too. Yeah, Ooh. there was a video Ooh. to go along with that one. <laughs> that is being. I, I, I recommend not watching that video. Head first, guys. Yeah, we also have a link up to the GoFundMe that's going to help out Mike Arnold. He's the owner of the Gus Gus Fun Bus, um, who is currently in the hospital after that. Uh, a terrible, terrible carjacking. Yeah, that's all up on the blog. It's right there on a big recap. We we'll changed it up a little bit to how it's how it's going to run, and it's right there next to the team Riz member and the the real or fake one five seven the point dot com slash boom. That's all right, easy. Yeah, kind of a new format we're trying out. 
of on the blog and on the website. So check it out. Have a little fun with it. Explore if you would. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right, events uh, to tell you about. Later on today, Moon is at the QT in Weldon Springs with Mountain Dew Ice. Noon to two out there. Giving away cash, I believe. Yeah, we're giving away $100, a whole giant prize pack, and, of course, free samples of Mountain Dew Ice. So come down, get get a nice refreshment, and uh, enter to win some amazing stuff. All right, Friday, myself and Jeff at the Hot Shots in St. Charles beginning at 9. That is for the Miss Hot Shots competition slash Guys Not Out. Yeah, come uh, start your weekend with us at a Hot Shots. Come at on. At a Hot Shots. That's Hot Shots in St. Charles on Friday. And then I got the blood drive at the Hoods in Fenton, Old Town Fenton, on Saturday. I'll be out there from 11 to 1. All the details, 1057thepoint.com slash blood drive. All right, Donnie Fandango next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, shouting out Adrian Mall one more time from St. Charles. Way to go, way to go, Now she wants to hear anything from Judah and the Lion. I cannot find that song, so I'm just going to play this one. Okay.